Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for the lust. Blindly passing, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mark. Father, we praise your name. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father God, for restoring the program. Thank you, Father, for helping me to understand what was going on and not to be concerned about it, understanding the technology that is behind the program and the fact that they obviously had a switch down that uh, reduced their capacity to only a few hosts, and uh, it was, unfortunately, first come, first serve until after the holidays when they could bring in the technical support teams that they needed to have in order to restore it, and I praise you that it is. Father, we praise you also for this uh, show tonight, and I ask you for an anointing upon me and also a special anointing upon all of the listeners of this program because this may be the single, uh, after, what, 7,000 shows in 13 years you know, approaching, this may be the most difficult show I've ever done. However, I can defer uh, anyone who's interested in doing more homework to uh, really great resources from Christians and documentaries and DVDs so that it will help them along in their journey of understanding because those who do not understand history are doomed to repeat it. Father, we know better than anybody probably out there in the realm of Christianity that you use Satan for your purposes. We know, Father God, that in uh, Zechariah uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, uh, you have... um, Joshua, the high priest, standing before the throne of God, and Satan standing at, you know, at his, I believe it's the right hand, is to accuse him. And you rebuke Satan, even in the throne room, uh, and tell the angels, you know, isn't this, you know, and, and in front of the angels even say, isn't this a brand plucked from the fire? We also understand the book of Job. It's very confusing to the vast majority of Christians because they can understand how that could have been allowed to occur, that Satan wasn't really allowed to touch Job without your permission, but yet you gave the permission to demonstrate that you're in control of Satan. 
it's very, very difficult for human beings in our state right now. Um, and I don't, you know, I'm just going to say in our un, uh, tra- I don't, I don't know, in, in our fleshy state right now, to be able to understand the concept that the answer is not A, the answer is not B, but the answer is always and forever and ever going to be C, all of the above. There are just a few exceptions to those rules, and those few, few exceptions to those rules exist almost certainly in the very throne room and in the, the city of Zion, the city of the living God, where there is an innumerable company of angels, just men made perfect. Father, we just cannot wait until we can climb that holy hill and be in your presence, and we praise you for the opportunity to be able to continue to help people through. I would submit that today is the most difficult day to be alive. The things that have been happening are confusing people all over the world. I have seen more people fall further um, in danger of losing their salvation if they ever had it um, than I've ever seen in, wow, 45 years. Um, And um, we also have, as you know, Father, I mean, you're our Father. You know these things. We have a dynamic where churchianity is more lost than ever before. More lost than ever before. And it's not even a discussion that you can have with them because they don't understand the fundamentals. They don't understand the fundamentals, and the fundamentals are exceedingly complex. And we praise you, Father God, for looking upon our heart, for helping us to be able to understand that there can be um, a paradox that exists. Why would you allow Satan, the accuser of the brethren, why would you allow him to accuse the brethren in the first place? I know why. Because you're using him to bring in the fullness of the Gentiles. There is no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. And you're going to allow the darkness to rise up to the point where people are literally scared to death. And they cry out to Jesus. And we praise you for that because it helps us to understand why it says in the Holy Bible, uh, I will rise at midnight to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgments. And we, and we praise you for helping us to understand these things because without and, – and there are so many people that will listen to this show that will be lost because they do not understand history. They see things through a myopic viewpoint. And, and it's so critical, Father. I pray for a special anointing for those, those who were brought up in traditional churchianity and tra- traditional church systems, especially those who were uh, formally trained, who have made multiple um, uh, trips to Israel. Father, those are all wonderful things. But if they don't have a firm, solid understanding of the history of Israel, a firm, solid understanding of the purpose of the reasoning reason behind the six-pointed star and where it came from, a firm, solid understanding of the Oslo Accords and why they occurred and the fact that nobody wanted to take the Jews from Israel even after uh, the Holocaust. Uh, You know, the situation that that existed across this earth that has just beaten up on your people has been beyond words. Um, we know that Hosea 2.19 says, I will betroth thee. Father, we know, we know that there are a minimum of 10 prophecies that talk about the fulfillment of Israel in 1948, becoming a nation. But yet we don't, you know, we can't seem to accept that it's just A. And to us, it's just got to be A. Either the United States is a, is a godly nation or the United States is a satanic nation. Or, or we think it was godly back in the 30s and the 40s, but we forget about uh, the 20s. We, you know, we, well, really, we forget forget about all of the times we for, we 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 see things through very tiny tiny little bitty itty bitty baby eyes 
And Father, we're asking you to expand those eyes tonight, to expand them. Because if someone does not, and it's okay, there's going to be a lot of people that are lost and they're not going to make it to heaven. And it's a sad, sad thing. And you know how I feel about that. It breaks my heart and I I can't stand it. I I don't even feel what a, what a show to have to lead into after so much. So anyway, um, going through so much and having so many delays. Father, I just pray for a special anointing to open the eyes and the hearts of those who are listening to this program. That they can understand that there's a duplicitous history that exists. The United States is not a, not a godly nation. I'm not talking about Obama. I'm not talking about Biden. I'm not talking about the changes that have happened. It was founded satanic foundations. But there were Christians, many, that came across from Europe who were under tremendous persecution and were very much a part of the establishment of this country. But most people don't understand history very well. They just know a handful of prophecies that they see in the Bible, but they don't understand the other side of the story. And Father, I pray that you will open their heart and their minds to this other side of the story, because without their understanding of this, they are going to come very rapidly to a point in their walk that puts them into a test that they have never experienced before. And I pray, Father, that you will help them to see, help them to open their eyes, help them not to be offended and troubled. Let them look into these things on their own. Help them to understand that the answer is not A, the answer is not B, but the answer is C, all of the above. You are using Lucifer, Satan, to bring in the fullness of the Gentiles. You have been. You have been. In fact, my own mother wouldn't even have run to a charismatic Christian tongue-speaking, a Bible-thumping, Holy Spirit-filled, baptism of the Holy Spirit church if she hadn't have gotten a grimoire and set incantations and moved a chair across the the, uh, kitchen floor as a Lutheran. Scared her so much she ran to, to you, Lord, and here I am. Fulfilling a prophecy that you told her in 72. Father, I pray for your anointing upon the eyes the ears. Make them wide open that they can understand. There's always two sides of the story. But you, Father, are in control. And you, Father, don't see as a man sees. For you, look upon the heart. Test our hearts, Father, this evening, we pray and open the hearts of those who do not understand history so that they're able to ingest the things that are happening around them today that cannot be understood without understanding both sides of the history of Israel and the United States. We praise your holy name and thank you, Father God, forever and ever. We thank you for restoring this program. And we ask for your anointing. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Probably one of the hardest shows I've ever tried to do. I might have to break it into pieces. It's a lot of information. I don't really like talking about it. I'm going to tell you straight up. No, that's why I haven't been talking about it. But unfortunately, at this point, <clears throat> there's not a lot we can do. Now, I will tell you that uh, Stephen Ben Noon, and yes, I still got this upper respiratory thing going on, and I got a Z-Pack in my hands. Yay! Here's my Z-Pack. I'm going to start taking it to Mark as the first two tablets are the, got to be day one. But anyway, um, kids, you ready? All right. Kids, what did the beach say when the tide came in? Long time no see. Long time no see. You, get it, you see what I'm saying? Come on. Work with me here. Hey, if I can make it to show, you guys can come here with a good attitude. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. All right, kids, what are calen- why are calendars so popular? They have a lot of dates. Kids, what do you think of that, huh? That's right, because you guys know that we're not really, unless we're Amish, we're not really supposed to date. And if we are going to date, we got to have a big board on the bed. You know, like, anyway, most people don't even, don't even understand the Amish. Anyway, uh, what runs but never walks, kids? A river. <laughs> Come on, work with me. All right. I'll take two out of three. All right, praise God. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to blow through this news here because you're probably, you know, in my absence, I have no doubt that you've been out there swimming around and doing what you ought to do and keeping it in tune with uh, what's going on out there. Things ought to be pretty darn confusing by now, I would think. Uh, And there's a lot of people that will reject what I'm going to teach you tonight. Um, And that's okay um, because most people do not understand history. And most people really don't understand satanic history like I do. All right. Now, um, that's why I had to go through what the Lord brought me through. 
Uh, that's why when, you know, Joy Pugh and Zen Garcia and folks that I've had on the program from so long ago, many, you know, dec- over a decade ago, 13, 12, you know, whatever, it'll be 13 years. I'll be 62 by then, come March. Anyway, I don't want to get – I don't want to bloviate upon uh, – I got way too much stuff to cover tonight, but I am here to tell you that this – we're going to touch lightly upon – the duplicitous nature of good versus evil and the fact satan is on a an executive severance package okay so when people ask the question well how come god doesn't just kill satan and make everything good and all that kind of stuff well simple fact of the matter is that satan is on an executive severance package in fact, God let Satan out a second time during the new millennium. Okay, there's a whole second Gog and Magog invasion. I, you know, I, I mean, it gets pretty complicated. Uh, you know, and I don't, I'm not going to try to decipher that. Um, we don't have time. All right, but I'm going to go ahead and um, blast into the news because I want to get through this stuff. It's going to be kind of confusing, and then I'm going to do my best because I want to try to be, you know, get, get Elena on here too, but it's going to be real hard. So she's going to be calling in in about an hour and nine minutes. All right, praise God, and hopefully she can be patient. I'm, I'm going to try, try. This is a very, 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 very hard thing to do. That's why I don't like to do it. Okay, now anyway, so, and I certainly don't want to get, give anybody the wrong impression. As Chuck Misler had said many times, um, Israel is God's wife, okay, and the, the Christians are Jesus' wife. You know, he's the bride, bridegroom, that kind of whole thing. Okay, and then, you know, Misler would go back, and he'd give lots and lots of teachings from the Old Testament to demonstrate what he was saying, which he was right. There's going to be many things that happen in the years ahead, long after we've departed from this earth. And... In the meantime, American churchianity especially, but other, other countries too, are going to be befuddled. Their minds are going to be blown, fried, fried. Their, their eyes are going to pop out of their head. There's going to be fire shooting out of their ears. They're going to freak out. And God wants that to happen, I'm here to tell you. He wants it to happen. <coughs> Excuse me. I truly thought I was going to be over this by now, but... Unfortunately, I was doing some – it takes a while. It, the doctor's offices are jammed up with all kinds of people. They're fr- freaking out because they think they're going to die and everything else, and we're going through all that again. All right, praise God. So I'm just going to go directly into the news and hope that I can get as much of this information out as possible because it's fundamental to understanding what is happening today. I can tell you that right now when I go through – I'm just going to set, set some ground groundwork. Okay, when I go through my, quote, finely tuned Twitter feed, I am seeing people who believe they're Christians who are saying horrible things. And that is exactly what Jesus predicted when he said in John 16, too, he said, and there will come a time, there will come a time when they kick you out of the synagogues, e.g. the churches, when they kick you away from their church gatherings. And they kill you because thinking that they have done God a service. But they do this because they did not know the Father nor me. Knowing Jesus and knowing how the kingdom of God works are, are you know, it. a lot of people think they know stuff, but they don't. 
They really don't. Because we are commanded to be wise as serpents. Why did Jesus call them serpents and scorpions, serpents and scorpions, serpents and scorpions, You're a bunch of serpents and scorpions, serpents and scorpions, and serpents and scorpions? Because he could see what they were. We were given the power to trample on serpents and scorpions and, all, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. What about the, we're, in, in the passages, which I'm not going to read. I don't know where they are. I didn't do it in my homework because I didn't have time because of work. But um, where, you know, um, they were uh, – was it Ezekiel? Yeah. And he, you know, scratched a little hole in the wall, and he saw all kinds of creeping things and satanic stuff crawling up and down the wall in the, in, in the bottom of the temple. Folks? Until you get the paradox of it's not A, it's not B, it's all the above, you don't, you're never, you're never going to get the Bible. And you're not going to understand the things that are happening today. For sure. You will be befuddled. You'll be like, and you don't want to be that way. Not today. Your faith needs to be locked in. All right. All right, so let's just go ahead and hammer through the news here. Um, I'm, I may cherry pick and move th- a few things forward now that we're back in business and uh, and uh, the, the the radio show is 100% healthy. Thank you, Jesus, and I'll be able to uh, do that um, pretty speedily, I think. Let's go ahead and move into the news. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, what? It's not normal. This is disturbing. Game over. All right, opening salvo is the Florida State Surgeon General calls for a halt in the use of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccinations. And there's a big article, just search on that. I'm not going to read the article, but basically... <clears throat> Dag nabbit. In so many terms, in so many words, it goes into great detail about all the things they didn't like about it. Um, it's not as explicit as I would like for it to be, but the halt of the use of it in the state is impressive, to say the least. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, so that is a headline. You can look it up. Florida State Surgeon General calls for a halt in the use of COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Um, The next one is breaking exclusive news. General Flynn responds to Netanyahu's leaked plan to ship Gaza war refugees to Western nations. All right, let's take a quick listen to this. I'm not spending a lot of time on any of these. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, huge breaking news concerning the war in Gaza and Israel. Netanyahu has now officially proposed, the documents are public, shipping these Islamists that they claim are the most deadly terrorists in the world that Israel can't take any of to the United States and Europe, and they're proposing setting up camps in North Africa to start shipping them across with Zodiac boats, working with George Soros to bring them into Europe. The article with the documents linked to the Israeli news is on Infowars.com. We just talked in person to General Flynn about the situation, and he went further and said Netanyahu and others need to be investigated, and his military leadership does, for clearly standing down on October 7th for seven hours. All right. Now, I'm going to stop right there because I would be, well, kind of astonished if you weren't up to date on that. Now, I do know that there are some people out there, they have emailed me and told me so, that don't 
really look into the news and they wait for this program to come up and then they get their news from here. They, they you know, they're, they're very busy with their lives and they just don't have time, <clears throat> um, whatever the reasons may be. Okay, but please take note of the fact that people are waking up in a massive, in, a, in an unspeakably humongous way. Okay, I cannot put, I can't use words because words cannot describe. It is massive. <clears throat> and Netanyahu, the whole reason I was asked to go on Stephen Ben Nanoon's show, Stephen Ben Nun brings up the Noahide laws. He brings up the Babylonian Talmudic Jews. He, he warns people about what they are and who they are and what they're going to do. And he's a rabbi. And he's very fluent in Hebrew. Okay, I'm just letting you know. And, the, you know, so I know these things. I was talking to Stephen Ben Noon, texting him live on October the 7th, okay? I knew it was a false flag. I knew it was a setup World War III. But you're going to find out why tonight. Excuse me for my um, lingering cold. Hopefully my Z-Pack will knock it out. If it doesn't, I'm going to really be concerned. Oh, excuse me. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. War on Gaza. Netanyahu looking for countries to absorb ethnically cleansed Palestinians. So anybody out there who thinks for a second that Netanyahu's intent, that Israel's intent is not to obliterate and get rid of Gaza, is missing the point. They have every intention of doing that. <coughs> They're clearing the land out. Um, but it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. They are starting World War III, and they're doing it on purpose, on purpose, to their own self-detriment. It's, it's going to be the world's self-detriment. You've got to be able to see the big picture. And if you can't, I'm so, so sorry. I wish I could help you more, but I'm just going to tell you what I know is a fact. I have shared with you multiple times, okay, the Third World War, written by Albert Pike in a letter to Giuseppe Mazzini in 1871. And Albert Pike wrote the book of Morals and Dogma, which is the Holy Bible, Satanic Holy Bible of the Masonic Lodge and the, and the Scottish Rite. And it talks about making the Islamic people fight against the Christians and the Jews, and they're doing it right now. And they're also importing them from our southern border, along with Chinese military personnel that they're training before they send them up. They're, sent, they're giving them weapons. Uh, it's unbelievable. Okay, what, is, what they're doing is they're preparing for World War III. And they want, when World War III breaks out, they want to take down the United States. They want to take down all of Europe. They want to take down all the Western nations. It is going to be the fulfillment of the four seal. The, the global financial collapse will already be well underway. We're so close to that being kicked off. It's unbelievable. There are people screaming, you know, people that are traitors, and they're flipping out. They're like talking about the, the, uh, the um, oh, Switzerland. Um, I can't think of the name of the bank. I'm just, you know, it's cold medicine, but whatever. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, it, 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 the, the, the situation is bad. Okay, just accept that the situation financially is very bad, and everybody's going down. Okay, we already know about CBDCs. If my hunch is correct, they, they will orchestrate a takedown of the power grid in one way or another. Okay, and if it's an act of God, it's an act of God. But remember, God is in control. 
Was God in control when John, the revelator, the writer of the book of Revelation, was thrown into a vat of boiling oil? Was God in control when Peter was hung upside down from a cross and nailed to it? Was God in control when Stephen was being stoned to death? Was God in control when all of Job's family was decimated? Are our eyes supposed to be focused on eternity? Yes, they are. Does it rain on the just and the unjust? Yes, it does. Does Isaiah 26 verse uh, 9, I think it is, does it say, when, when, my, your, when, when my judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness? Yes, it does. Okay, you, it is both. It's not one or the other. God is using Lucifer on an executive severance package to bring in the fullness of the Gentiles, which means it's always going to be two. It's always going to be split. There's going to be a godly version, and there's going to be a satanic version of everything. When, when The one thing that the church has right, the one thing, hallelujah, is that the Satan has no original ideas. That's a fact. But he's an expert at creating confusion, and... People will fall. There are going to be a lot of people that fall. And when I say fall, they're going to have a really hard time facing Jesus at the beam of judgment seat. And they may not be allowed into heaven. And so I'm trying my best, hopefully tonight, to help you understand the duplicitous nature of history so that you're able to put put these pieces together. Okay? All right? But I'm just going to start out by passing along the news. We already know about shape-shifting reptilians. They're fallen seraphim. We already know, hopefully you do, about our pre-existence, that, that we were involved in the Angel Wars and the Luciferian Rebellion originally. Oregon, who was part of the original um, uh, Roman Catholic Church, went forward to the church, you know, Roman Catholic Church Fathers, which we all know are satanic, right? And Oregon was one of the good guys, and he went to tell them, listen, I got the biblical evidence out of the 66 book canon that we, we pre-existed. And they anathemaed him. Every time there is something about us that Satan doesn't want us to know, it th- we're treated like heretics, we're killed, we're burned at the stake. It's just all part of history, but nobody reads history books. Everybody thinks they know stuff, but nobody reads the books. It's We live in a world of YouTubes, I mean, um, and the YouTubes are wrong. They're wrong. A lot of them. Some of them are right. Some of them are kind of right. And, uh, but a lot of them are wrong. And if you're getting all your information from like TikTok and all that other stuff, you're, 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 you're oh, whatever. I've begged people for years to please watch out for that stuff. And um, it, it's all I can do. I'm not going to cry about it anymore. The Lord has already told me, John, I did not send you to save the world. I came to save the world. I was sitting, I was standing down in my dining room, bawling, tears rolling down my face, because I knew that I was not getting through to some of the listeners, the ones that were talking to me, which meant that there were many others that I was not getting through to, and it was breaking my heart. So anyway, I'm just going to continue forward through the news quickly, because I want to get into a little bit of the history of what's going on so that you understand the foundations at a very high level of what's happening right now. All right. Okay. So again, um, hold on a second. I had to clear my throat. All right. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me go ahead and scroll in a little bit closer because we're getting into some more detailed news. Okay. Um, 
Hezbollah. Um, now, what I'm going to be doing is reading some of these Twitter posts because they're very cutting edge and right on the, right on the money. I mean, they are like pa pow. All right, thank you, Jesus. All right, so here um, it, it, it's stating by this fellow who's calling himself War Monitor. Now, granted, some of these people, I don't, I don't really care what their affiliation is. What I care about is whether or not they're telling the truth or not. If I can confirm it from multiple sources, then I'm good to go. All right, anyway, and it's a little bit tricky, but, you know, knowing what I've – anyway. Nothing, enough is enough. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize anymore. I don't have time for it. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So anyway, Hezbollah, Hezbollah publishes a video of their fighters targeting gatherings of Israeli enemy army soldiers behind its positions in the occupied Lebanese Sheba farms with assault drones. Okay. So this is very important to take note of because there have been overt and um, uh, overt meaning in our face. Okay, so Israel is heavily under attack. They are constantly and continuously under attack. So is it one way? Is it is it just is it a one-sided war? Like some sources would like you to believe, and the answer is no, it's not. It's absolutely not a one-sided war. But the makings of the war were very evil. Very satanic. <clears throat> Here we have a uh, testimony of a person on Face the Nation on CBS talking about how we're going to have a black swan event. I don't know how long this is. Uh, it looks like 35 seconds, so that's great. Let's take a listen to this. Well, mine's a little dark. I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. This is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to predict. Um, there are a number of concerns. Uh, concerns I have that factor into that, not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine, and we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before. And I think that's I think that's good enough. Anyway, so that's that that is planting information that's coming from the forces of darkness. They want us to know what's coming. Black Swan event is anything something really really bad. Uh that and usually Black Swan indicates that it's planned and it's not necessarily a it doesn't have to be a false flag, okay? All right, praise God. Thank you Jesus. Now, here's here's um some news of the weird. <laughs> The United States buys 3 million barrels of oil for strategic reserves. Okay, but it gets a lot weirder than that. Okay, so first and foremost, we're saying to ourselves, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why? Why are we building up our strategic reserves again? Well, because they want this war to be a dandy. They want this war to be a dandy. They want as many people dead as they can possibly make. They want to institute martial law. They want to put us all in handcuffs. They want to throw us in FEMA camps. They want to shoot us in the streets. You've got to understand how big this is. This is a big deal. They mean everything they said about CBDCs. They meant everything they said about digital IDs. They, they are leading up to the, 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 the uh, mark of the beast. This is the big – this is it. They don't get another chance. This is it. They're going for it. No matter what. Plus, we also know that Obama's the Antichrist, as a fact. Okay, and if anybody doesn't believe it, that's okay. You don't have to believe it. You can think it's Mickey Mouse if you want. Praise God. I know what my mother told me in 1972, and I, I, I. I know as a fact that he is. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I don't have time. I could do eight shows on that. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Now, 
Cal, Colorado courts gain reputation for banana republic election interference. And this goes back to the whole idea. Oh, good Lord. This is uh, thank you, Jesus. This is like a whole nother. Uh, this could be a whole show. I know it's, I know for certain that there are radio shows out there that have 10 times the listenership of this that would spend three hours talking about this one subject. Anyway, the last time that there was the last time that there was an attempt to take Pete uh, president off the ballot was during guess what? Abraham Lincoln. Well, wouldn't you just know it? Once again, we have another parallelism from Donald Trump to Abraham Lincoln. Get it? It doesn't end, folks. It keeps getting more and more and more. It's prophetic. All right, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Europe is on high alert as Christmas terror plots are foiled in France. Now, that's the key. Foiled in France, Germany, and Austria. Okay, so they're trying to let you know that they caught the bad guys. And, you know, what what does that exactly mean? Who's the bad guys nowadays? <laughs> okay, watch out for that one. That's a loaded question. All right, has lots of answers. All right, next one up. Okay, this is um, a, a post uh, on Twitter from a, an, an individual that has some pretty darn good, super-duper timely information. It comes out, he's like Johnny on the spot. Okay, he calls himself Visigard, Visig, Visigard or whatever, 24, I don't know. But anyway, it says anti-Israel protesters are blocking the roads leading to the LAX Los Angeles airport and barricading it, you know, and it's also, he also repeats that they are doing the same thing at the JFK airport. Okay, this is around Christmas time to create as much confusion and problems, etc. And we know that there are already marches. I'm going to touch upon that as I move through the news. Okay, next one up. Israel declares national emergency due to a power outage. Now, at first, the reports that were coming in was that it was due to a cyber attack, and there were some pretty credible reports that indicated that it was a cyber attack. However, then the power company for Israel came forward and said, no, it's not a cyber attack, but we'll never know. I can tell you from working in that business that they don't – people that are under attack, companies that are under attack, the last thing they want to do is tell you that they're under attack. Okay, believe me, they don't want you to know. So what were they? I don't know. But I will say this. There was a, an individual that said, um, it says, power outages in several areas throughout occupied Palestine, including Ashkelon, Safed, and Lower Galilee, etc. It says, um, they said it's a possible cyber attack from Iran. Israel's in complete darkness. And then another person said, uh, was repeating uh, some Hebrew that he had heard um, from monitoring different, you know, uh, sources and said that an an Israeli user, tonight we learn what the Stone Age means. Okay, so, um, you know, what was the cause? Nobody will ever, ever know. As a matter of fact, one of the things that happens during wartime, (coughs) excuse me. I got to hit my mute button more often. Um, one of the things that happens during wartime is it's called um, counterintel. Counterintelligence is when they intentionally tell you a lie to throw you off the scent. 
They don't. They will never admit. Like for example, the Houthis supposedly hit one of the United States' ships when it was making when 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 the uh, when the Gerald or, or, or you know the USS Gerald R. Ford was doing a backtrack. Now now they're denying it, of course. Oh no no, it wasn't because we were afraid of the Houthis. It wasn't because we were afraid of getting one of our ships sunk in front of the entire world. No, it had nothing to do with that. We're just going to go ahead and let them shut down the entire shipping channel and then head back to the United States because we want some hamburgers. Come on, man, really? So anyway, there's more disinformation being pumped out there now than ever before, in my opinion, in my certainly in the history of my life. With maybe a small exception around JFK's assassination and, well, now we know about Nixon all being a big lie from the devil. Um, uh, it's just unbelievable. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um uh, here I have a gentleman. I'm going to push him forward, so I'm going to highlight in yellow this particular very concerned because the United States government is trying to seize water rights in the state of Montana. So all these people that moved up to Montana thinking that they're going to get far away from all the evil and the bad stuff and all that kind of stuff, guess what? You got another thing coming. <laughs> okay. This is going to be worldwide. All right. Next one up. Hallelujah. Breaking Hebrew sources, the Houthi rebels in Yemen categorically rejected America's offer, including money and salaries, if they stop attacks against Israel in the Red Sea. Next one up. Iranians have gathered tonight in Tehran demanding a retaliation against Israel for the killing of an Iranian general in Syria's Damascus. And there is one big crowd of very not happy Iranians in the street. Let me tell you something. Oh, it gets a lot better. Well, better or worse, depending on how you look at it. All right, praise God. Next one up. The IDF airstrikes in Syria and Lebanon continue. Did you hear that? Syria and Lebanon, Syria and Lebanon, Syria and Lebanon. Focus on your map. Look at your map. This is not inside of Israel. This is not inside of Gaza. This is exactly where they shouldn't ought to be going if they don't want Iran to attack them. However, they're going. It's, they're 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 saying that they're going against Hezbollah because Hezbollah is attacking them, and they got a whole bunch of people that are displaced in the northern uh, 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 kibbutzes and stuff. This is small towns, all right. And they do, they do. It's it, it, is is one thing a lie and the other thing truth? No, they're both true. That's the problem. And then it says Iran vows revenge, which of course is something that you would expect. And boy, do we have a lot to expect? Okay, next one up. All right, the New York Police Department is responding to a level three mobilization, with level four being the worst. After clashless erupt, uh, uh, clashes erupted between police and pro-Palestinian protesters at a major demonstration in Midtown Manhattan. And by the way, they have photographs of this. And let me tell you something, folks. This is an unbelievable event. I They really just don't want us to be fully appraised of how bad these events are. But if you find uh, video proof of it and you can watch it on Twitter, you will – because everybody's carrying a camera right now, so they can't hide anything. All right. They think they can, but they can't. They actually think people pay attention to the mainstream media anymore, but they don't. All right. Um, and, you know, of course, Tucker Carlson knows that. <clears throat> With his multi-million listeners right now. I, oh, man, I wish I could have 15 minutes with that guy. I could, oh, what I could tell him. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Tur- 
Turkish Air Force now bombing in northern Syria. Okay, so again, it says the Turkish Air Force carried out more airstrikes in northeastern Syria in the response to the recent counteroffensive by the Kurdish HPG in the autonomous region of Kurdistan, Iraq. Okay, that's the northern part of Iraq, uh, in part of uh, Bakur, Kurdistan, Turkey, in which at least 12 Turkish soldiers have been killed. Okay, and so that happened to be happening on the same night as everything else that I just said. All right, another headline here. Turkey hits 71 targets in Iraq, uh, Syria in retaliation for a soldier's death. Okay, so all this stuff is like happening at the same time. (laughs) It was a pretty – I was uh, up very, very late Christmas night collecting news. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Zombie, zombie deer disease. United States scientists warn zombie deer disease could spread to humans. Why would they say that? Because they already have injected the things that are necessary to zombieize human beings that have taken the injection. The Moderna shots and the Pfizer shots and all that creepy weirdness. But we've talked about that before. All right. Zombie deer disease is known as a chronic wasting disease, or CWD, caused by prison, uh, I'm sorry, prions that leave animals drooling, lethargic, emaciated, stumbling, and telltale blank stare, according to the CDC, who we all trust so desperately so. Um, The prions have normal transmissible pathogens, cause changes in the host, brains, and nervous system. Now now they're telling everybody that the new version of COVID uh, causes people to drop, drop over with heart attacks see they're doing they're desperately but they're but they know they know that the vast majority of people in the world are not intellectually capable of discerning they know it even more so probably after the shots all right um uh listen to this Next one up. Leprosy causing rising in the southern United States. Leprosy cases, okay, are rising in the southern United States of America, and experts are unsure of why. However, we do know why, because there are tens of thousands of people coming up from countries that have leprosy all the time through the borders that are wide open right now, which, which, are, which they're giving them guns, they're giving them training, there's Chinese soldiers. Remember that the vast majority of the people, not all of them, but the vast majority, probably in the 95 percentile, are men. Men of military age, and they're bringing them in to participate in World War III. A foreign soldier will have no problem shooting you in the back. So you better be on your knees praying if we're still here. I hope we're not. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. After 20 years, Mount Luatobi erupts. And I wonder if this is that strange 20 years, 20 years. Think that. Wow. Talk about the core of the Earth slowing down because of Planet X. Planet X is getting close, folks. I'm telling you, people send me things, and I'm like looking at it going, wow, I wish I had more time. But, oh, well, anyway, praise God. We all wish a lot of things, don't we? Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, next one up. Russian ship destroyed by bombing. It's the Nova Cher- Cherkosk. Okay, and this bombing occurred uh, around about Christmas time, uh, and it was from Ukraine. Now, what's interesting is they're trying to grab, they're grabbing every Tom, Dick, and Harry they can find on the streets, throwing them out in the middle. The Ukrainian war is already lost. Everybody knows it. 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 But wait a minute. Why is it that, that Ukraine is, is still hitting civilian buildings in Belgorod, which is inside of 
Russia, okay, and killing their civilians. Okay, they're doing it because the CIA is behind it. The CIA is behind it. That's what's going on, okay? The big new Brzezinski was a member of the CIA when he was training Osama bin Laden how to use weaponry so that they could set him up. Now, anyway, it's all just so creepy and weird, and you'll never be able to wrap your arms around it. I mean, it would take you years and years and years and years, probably a hundred books, to catch up with me. But that's just how it is. Uh, for some reason, I got this assignment, and it's not it's, – it, it's mixed bag. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Anyway, thank you all so much for your prayers. And I am praying for you, even when I'm wheezing and sneezing and coughing and everything else under the sun. All right. Praise God. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully the Z-Pack knocks it out. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Four minutes. Congressional statement that Nancy Pelosi was behind January 6th. Now, I am going to save this. Um, and I will play this for you on the next show. So I'm going to go ahead and mark that and flag it for the next one. Roll it forward. 87 churches attacked since 2021. 87 churches have been vandalized or set in fire, burned to the ground since 2021 alone. Oh, and by the way, this isn't, this is in North America. Four of them are in Alberta. I don't know. I I haven't really done a full, um, a lot of them are in Canada, by the way. Um, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was swatted Christmas night. What is swatting? See, it's easy to think that it, that SWAT just shows up at your, at your door. No, it's when somebody makes a phone call and says something. They tell the police a lie on purpose, a really, really bad lie about something that's happening at a particular address. And then the police go in with a SWAT team. Okay, but anyway. All right. So, uh, civil war is coming via the south border. Okay, so uh, this this particular woman says hundreds of thousands of special interest, uh, you know, illegal aliens are here. Thousands of terrorists are here. Chinese soldiers are pouring into America. Millions of foreign national criminals are here. Politicians, media, elites openly discuss the coming civil war. Talk of major black swan event in 2024. And all the dots are almost connected. These dots show a clear picture of treason occurring, which it's too late. It's too late. It's irreversible at this point. All right. Praise God. Um, the Houthis treat, uh, I'm sorry, threat to cut the Internet cable. So while all this fuss was going on and the Ford was over there still and all that, and they changed their mind, which they did because they tried to um, make it a coalition. And France said, nope, we ain't getting involved. Spain said, nope, we ain't getting involved. Italy said, nope, we're not getting involved. And, and then they got the U.K. to come over, and the U.K. was beating their chest and saying, we're going to take care of all this stuff. And then all of a sudden they turned to Gerald R. Ford around. Around, and the entire task force went back to the United States, threatening to cut the Internet cable. If the Houthis did cut the Internet cable, I don't know how they do it. it must be some pretty shallow land there where it's at. But anyway, um, uh, that would be bad. Okay, this particular cable evidently connects Asia with the rest of the world. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. It's spiritual. I felt the doom for days. Something bad is going to happen. This is from Laura Loomer, who used to be a CNN anchor. Uh, now she just is, uh, you know, doing her own thing. A lot of people are doing their own thing. It just, it's just how it is. But anyway, she says, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just real. Something doesn't feel right in the world. Something just feels very strange, and I have a sense that something very bad is going to happen in this country. Well, your sensitivities are accurate. 
Laura Loomer. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Iran threatens to close off the Mediterranean. Iran, and now Iran has several ships out in the uh, Red Sea, etc. Remember that Iran is very good friends with Russia. Ruh-roh. And don't forget that right now, multiple Tu-95 bombers, which are nuclear capable, are flying sorties over the, the Ukraine, and they're launching many, 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 an untold number. I have no idea, but probably 20, 30, 40, 50, or more hypersonic Kinzel missiles, which can thread a needle. And, oh, by the way, they're bombing all they're, Kiev. They're bombing Kiev. They're bombing all across western Ukraine. They're taking the whole country. They're taking the whole country. Now, how it all turns out at the end, I don't know, but I can tell you that the uh, Pol- and Poland has already moved F-16s up to their border, and, you know, NATO's supposedly on alert, but, you know, NATO's been dissolved. I mean, they exist as a body, but all their equipment's gone. All right. Anyway, next one up. Hallelujah. Iran threats. uh, I'm sorry. Iran uh, threatens with a new hypersonic missile. So now Iran has hypersonic missiles. Did they create them? I doubt it. Were they given to them by Russia? Highly likely. All right. Reuters reports that Israeli minister hints at retaliatory action taken in Iraq, Yemen, and Iran. Hints at it. But then everybody turns around and runs. Now, Israel's known for doing whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. I talked about that uh, in regard to the movie, the documentary that you should all watch called Zero Days on Prime. But anyway, I don't have, you know, I got to keep moving, folks. I just got to. I don't have a choice. uh, I'm going to move this forward, but Vivek Ramswamy is a plant. He's a plant. The way it works is they put somebody in there that is so darn good, so bagnabbit good, that everybody wants to vote for him. And as soon as they get voted in, they flip. That's how it works. And he's a plant. He's part of the WEF. He's very evil, and he's quoting quotes from Obama all the time. Just be advised. All right. And I'll play that for you on the next program. All right. The Guardian reports Israel uh, is losing the war against Hamas, but Netanyahu and his government will never admit it. Except that losing it is exactly what they want. Oh, how can that be? Well, the Bible tells us so, but most people don't want to accept it. All right. Next, next one up is this. NASA launches mission to intercept God of Chaos. God of Chaos. That's pretty interesting because that happens to be uh, the God that um, uh, Obama was imitating. Oh, gosh, which one was it? It starts with a V. I, I, I'm not really big on uh, memorizing. The, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, before it scratches the Earth's orbit, so they're talking about, you know, another intercept. They know that there is that our Heavenly Father is going to launch a meteor right in, into the Earth. They already know about that. They know about it like crazy. They know about it. They even want to build another CERN, a bigger CERN. that's like 10 times bigger than the other CERN. Because, see, they actually think they're going to be able to move the Earth out of the way of the incoming uh, meteor by creating a black hole, and then the Earth gets sucked into the black hole and ends up at a different part of the universe. But you got to understand, these are fallen angels. They understand how to manipulate mass. They understand that we're in. They they get all this stuff. 
It's us that that it's the regular scientists that are working in these facilities that don't understand and they're just doing what they're told and everything or whatever, warning people that you know it's going to create a black hole. This is a terrible thing. All right. So anyway, the next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. United States Eyes reports that Iran has accelerated uranium enrichment, and in fact, you can believe that they have. Never mind how many nukes they already have been given from Russia. Next one up. Great war will come to the Middle East, according to this person. His name is Alexander Dugan. He says the Houthis will not stop. Ships will no longer enter the Red Sea. Oil prices will rise. Iran will respond to provocate, respond eventually to provocations. They will. The collapse of Israel is inevitable, according to this man named Alexander Dugan. And, it's, and he's a philosopher from, uh, I believe, the um, USSR, I'm sorry, the uh, Russian Federation. We call this the end of time, he says. The apocalypse has already arrived right now or a little bit later. This may not happen yet, but it's going to be soon, he says. Next one up. All right, update. Iranian IRGC officials say if Israel attacks on Iranian soil, Tel Aviv will be wiped off the map. All right. All right, praise God. Next one up, Hezbollah targets Israeli command room, tent, killing special forces operations. Ooh, that's pretty provocative. Here's a post by a guy that goes by the name of Ariel. He says, power outages last 24 hours. Power power outages in Miami-Dade County. Power outages in Roosevelt Island, New York City. Power outages in western Alaska. Power outages in West um, Bloomfield, Ontario County. Power outages in Tisbury. Uh, Power outages in City of Aspen. Power outages in southeastern Queensland. National Grid is planning a power outage on January 6th in the Genesee region. Power outage in the village of Walden. Power outages in the Philippines and the, and the Visayas region. Power outages in, in India, and he keeps on going on and on and on and on and on. Here, this particular person is a stock trader, and he says, in 15 years, I've never seen something like this. The Swiss, that's what I was trying to think of earlier, the Swiss National Bank is being margin called. Uh, it, could it have to do with the massive derivatives portfolio or what? Which is two quadrillion dollars. It makes 2008 seem like you know, whatever. All right. Now, I am going to play this. This is Candace Owen. This is very important that you hear what she says. Now then, if you go and you research Candace Owen and you look at her main Twitter page and you look at what's there, just read it. She says, fear God, the path to heaven is narrow. She is a devout Christian. Christian. And she's nobody's fool. Okay, and this particular person says, Candace Owens lays out the real story about Jeffrey Epstein and that's been kept from the public all these years. This is one strong one for all. Fear God, narrow path. Candace Owens. Let's listen to what she says about the Epstein information. Very important here, folks. one day that the CIA and the Mossad were going to attempt to frame me and then torture me to death. And then four hours after that tweet, I was found dead in an ocean. 
think that it was just an accident that the timing of my tweet was suspicious and then I naturally drowned. I'm asking you that question for a reason. I'm asking you because it actually happened to somebody. And this story that I read completely sent a shiver up my spine. I think that it will send one up yours as well. A lot of people were sending me information claiming this sounded to me like a conspiracy theory, that Jeffrey Epstein was a part of our intelligence agencies, that he was actually operating a blackmail ring, and this is the reason why nobody would prosecute him, because he was a protected CIA asset. Jeffrey Epstein would get very powerful people to attend his parties, who would bring them out on the Lolita Express to his island in the Caribbean. He would get them to sleep with women, maybe unbeknownst to them that these women were very young, and then he'd have blackmail. He recorded the acts, and then suddenly he had control over people all around the world. A lot of people in the press were saying, this guy, Alexander Acosta, allowed Jeffrey Epstein to get off scot-free. He was asked with the Trump administration, is the Epstein case going to cause a problem? He explained breezily he had had just one meeting on the Epstein case. He cut the non-prostitution deal with one of Epstein's attorneys because he had been told to back off that Epstein was above his pay grade. He said, quote, I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone. Okay. Well, if you think that that's the end of the story, you got another thing coming. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Next one up, ABC News reports the USS Ford is returning. Houthis defense has been aborted. Okay, so the defense against the Houthis. All right, next one up. uh, We all know about the Japanese earthquake by now, 7.6 plus, 55 killed, um, probably more by now, uh, and a relatively small tsunami, but the damage is incredible, unbelievable. Okay, from the Iran Observer, U.S. immediately de-escalates tensions with Yemen. United States says not out for wider Middle East conflict or war with the Houthis. It seems news of a Western attack on Yemen was also nothing more than a bluff by a British newspaper. No, they changed their mind, okay, because they realized (laughs) these guys got, you know, hypersonic missiles. And we we don't even have them. The United States doesn't have them. They don't want us to have them, okay, because they want us to be sitting ducks. They're trying to destroy the country. They're trying to destroy the West. It's, it's, it's the fulfillment of the fourth seal, a quarter of the earth. I've gone over this a gazillion times. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's going to get harder to understand pretty soon. All right. U.S. United States oil production breaks a world record. Why is this? United States oil production has hit an all-time high at 13.2 million barrels daily, dwarfing Saudi Arabia's 9 million barrels a day. They're now producing more than any other country has. Why is this? Is this the see the the most people think it's because well we want to drive the pump prices way down before the election comes. Well, that's probably part of it, but I have a sneaking suspicion there's a whole lot more. All right, um, I'm not going to cover that. We've already covered that before. Safeway. Oh. Okay, I'm going to hold off on this one. Uh, A a Safeway manager quits over the intercom because she can't stand them giving people poisonous shots. Uh, But we'll cover that on the next program. I'll play that for you. Thank you, Jesus. Son of the World Economic Co-Founder says arrest them immediately. This is literally the son, the son of the co-founder, okay, uh, of the one who founded the World Economic Forum. It wasn't Klaus Schwab, by the way. It got taken over by what? 
Satan. Okay, that's just how it works. All right, and you're going to find out about that a little bit more here in a, in a second or two. The Israeli army is trying to escalate the situation on the border with Lebanon due to increased bombardment uh, of areas close to towns and cities, causing massive damage to civilian property. Now, when you see what's actually going on, it's carpet bobbing. Boom, 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 boom. But it's, it's exactly like that you're seeing in Gaza. But it's happening in Lebanon, which is exactly what the general there, whatever, in, 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 in the – but it, oh, it gets worse. It, it gets a lot worse. Now, also, I'm going to play this for you on the next show. Remember the zombie deers, the deer? All right. Well, and, and I'm, I guess I'll have to dedicate a section to the zombieism, but that they actually have a way through electromagnetic communications to trigger the um, graphene oxide nanoparticles to – Essentially lobotomize people. That's just how it is. All right. Well, guess what? This guy, a guy by the name of Pierre Gilbert in 1995, knew about it and was telling people about it back then. I'll play that for you. All right. Praise God. Um, it just keeps going on and on and on. Um, the United States energy giant Exxon Mobil Corporation has formally exited West Kernra oil field in southern Iraq and handed the whole operation over to guess who? PetroChina. What a surprise. I'm just so blown away by that. No, I'm not. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Following the martyrdom of Sheikh Saleh al-Aruri in a cowardly assassination in Beirut, Lebanon. Okay, this particular person is obviously uh, not a fan of Israel, um, whatever the case is. It, we got to get into that stuff, but they let's just leave it at this. Israel used a drone in Beirut, Lebanon to go into a large demonstration and take a bunch of people out. All right. Um, then, and also there's massive protests that are taking place in Germany against the government. It's huge. I mean, it's so huge when you see it from the sky. Obviously, these are being filmed by very powerful drones that are up like way, 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 way up, thousands of, thousands of feet. I'd say probably 2,000 feet, 3,000 feet. It is amazing to see how big the demonstrations are in Germany. A lot of people think that we're making progress right now. A lot of people do. They think the list of Epstein is going to change everything and all that kind of stuff. It's not. Sorry if you were had your hopes up. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Man breaks into Colorado Supreme Court overnight, opens fire, police say. Another uh, warning about Hezbollah. Hezbollah will respond to Israel. Hezbollah de- declares that the assassination of Aruri will not go unanswered. Oh, but guess what? Oh, I'm going to have to move this forward, but just in case you haven't heard about this, the Antichrist, our our good buddy Obama, is uh, is um, in his movie uh, Leave the World Behind has injected um, mind control tracks. So they're not just two tracks, you know, left and right channel, but there are two additional hidden tracks on it that are playing in the background certain mind control frequencies. Now, I, it doesn't concern me. Okay, because I'm protected by the Lord. Okay, so, you know, I know what the Bible says. I know what Mark 16, 16, 17, and 18 says. I know what Luke 10, verse 19 says. I know what a whole bunch of other verses say, and I don't have anything to worry about. Now, does that mean that I'm never going to catch a cold? No. It doesn't mean that, but I don't have to worry about some freaky deaky frequency getting into my head and turning me into a zombie, and I'm going to. It's never going to happen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is a lie, lie, lie. Mystery solved. The United States GS reports that magnitude 1.7 quake in Astoria before the Roosevelt Island explosions. 
<clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> according to a call. <clears throat> this is baloney. It was bombs, and the is because my we'll just say my communication channels lit up from people that are listeners of the program in California that are very good friends of mine, and they said no. 1.7, you can't feel it. A two, you can't feel it. You can't even feel a 2.5. Can't feel it. Zero feel, zero feel, no feel, nothing. So, so for them to say that what they were saying about the the mystery explosions in Roosevelt, no, it's a cover up. It's a cover up for a terrorist attack. All right, Israeli man goes accused uh, accuses Epstein of being a Mossad honey trap agent. Now I'm going to play this. Here we go. I'm running out of time. Maintain that it was your employer, Robert Maxwell, owner of the Daily Mirror. You say that he was an Israeli agent, and uh, as was his daughter. He was not my employer. I would like to correct that. Okay. We worked together with him. And uh, you say that his daughter, Ghislaine, also, though, worked for Israel, and it was Robert Maxwell who introduced Jeffrey Epstein to Ghislaine Maxwell way before the 1990s, as mainstream media is reporting. Correct. I suppose what the most alarming allegations that you've been making are that the entire Epstein operation was a honey trap operation to entrap politicians, policymakers, celebrities, people in the media. Okay. Now... I can go on and read that the uh, Times of Israel has put out a, re- a p- report, so it's, it's, it's hitting the Israeli newspapers right now. There's a book that's being published. The Miami Herald claims this is, you know, has articles about this. So even the Israeli newspapers are looking into this, uh, these allegations because they're so plentiful. They're unlimited. There's a, an unlimited number of them. And you're saying to yourself, no, 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 this cannot possibly be possible. Yes, it can now, I'm looking at all the rest of the news. I, I, I got to tell you that there were 20 additional Iranian people killed by bombs. Um, also, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more uh, Israeli uh, Hamas leader dignitaries or whatever were killed in the Beirut attack. So now Iran is going crazy. Um, death to America, death to Israel, death to America, death to Israel. Uh, Israel talks in the, is talking to the Congo about sending the Palestinians down there, which means that they had no intention. Of. Now I'm going to play you a little clip. Okay, there, In the Bible, you have this mysterious passage in the Bible, and I'm going to explain it to you because, unfortunately, we're at a place in life now that we don't have a choice but to talk about it. And to the angel of the church of Smyrna, right, the persecuted, it says, these, the persecuted church, by the way. So watch out for that, because remember, it's duplicitous. Someone does the persecuting, and someone you know, you know, is persecuted. Get it? There's two groups. All right, it says, and these things, says the first and the last, who was dead and came to life. That's our Lord Jesus. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews, but are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. Now we're going to find out who they are. A lot of people ain't going to like it, but this is simple history. This is from a... Throw away your old pillow right Hold now. Hold on just a second. Because I got to let the countdown do its thing. In this video... 
Okay, so this is Dr. Henry Abramson uh, from the um, – I'm looking for the name of the college, but it's being covered up by the logo. Uh, History of the Jewish People, Semester 1, Dr. Henry Abramson. Okay, he's a a Jewish man. And he's going to talk about a part of history that hardly – now, the denial is unbelievable. Okay, but the denial is false denial. It's a lie. They don't – Satan does not want the Christians of the world to know about these things. He wants them to be all dumbed up in an American church, running around, waving flags, having no idea, not being wise, you know, and, and just going, whatever Israel does, it's okay with us because, you know, you know, we support Israel, and so everything's going to be just fine. No, no, this country's going to be burned to the ground in one hour by nuclear bombs from Russian submarines. Okay, I'm not, you know, I could, I've done shows on this before, okay, but it's way worse than that. So who are these Jews that are not Jews? We're going to find out real quick. All right, here we go. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Here we go. This is a Jewish teacher. Ah, oh, come on. The Jewish hey, kingdom. Today's topic is really bizarre. It's one of the most unusual chapters in this long history of the Jewish people. Uh, it the story of the massive 8th century conversion of entire kingdom, Khazaria, to Judaism. Wow. Why did they become Jewish? What happened to them? You know, it's, it's a really amazing story. If you look at this first slide here, you see the green area is roughly the range of Khazarian influence. It's a massive region uh, in the area of what would be called, let's say, uh, Ukraine, a good chunk of Russia. Um. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Please make a note of what you just heard. A good part of the Ukraine. Let's keep listening. The um, the uh, um, uh, Caucasus mountain regions, Georgia, Azerbaijan, places like that. And this region was Jewish for about 500 years. Wow, how did that happen? And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's look at it in a little more detail. So first of all, perhaps you have come across the story of the Khazars through this book, the Sefer HaKuzari, written by the great Spanish Jewish poet uh, Yehud HaLevi. This is a 12th century work that is quite a bit later than the actual conversion of the Khazars, which is dated to the year 740. But it essentially tells the story of why this King Bulan of Khazaria converted to uh, Judaism. Now, what's really important to understand about this, though, is that Rabbi Yehuda Halevi was not trying to write a history book. This is a work of Jewish philosophy. If you want, it's a work of uh, comparative religion. It's not intended to be Um, an accurate historical account of the conversion. The story goes like this, as presented in the Kuzari, but basically it's, you know, uh, in in brief, it really is what happened. Uh, This King Bulan, a pagan living in his capital of Etil, which is on the northern part of the Caspian Sea, wonders about, you know, what is religious verity, and he decides he's... Did you know that Constantine was a pagan? What happened to the Roman Catholic Church? What's going on with the papacy? Who's the false prophet? What happens to the, the children in the, in the catacombs? Are you starting to connect the dots here? Okay, let's keep on going. 
is going to hear from all of the great monotheistic faiths. He feels like it's time for himself and his people to move on from paganism, and clearly monotheism is a burgeoning trend, and therefore he says, okay, let's find out about, you know, what's... You know who else did this? Akhenaten and Nefertiti in Egypt. Yep, he sure did. They wanted to go monotheistic. Hmm. What's going on with the monotheistic faiths? He calls for a debate between the three great Western faiths, that is Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And he has all of the figures discuss the, the historical elements of their faith. And ultimately, after he hears all of them, he decides that Judaism makes the most sense. And he converts himself and his entire nation follows him into Judaism. Okay, at this point, I'm going to stop. You can do all your homework that you want to do, and what you're going to run across is 50 pages of there's no such thing as it's all a fable, and then you'll finally get into the information that is a fact. All right. Now, anyway, this is a fact. Now, Constantine, when Constantine converted because he supposedly saw a cross, and he, he told everybody that now we're going to become Christians. Do you, do you think that they were really Christians? No, because King, Pope Innocent III was, was killing all the heretics, the original Christians, the Bogomils, okay, the Polisians, uh, the Albigenses. Uh, all these, that's how it works. Okay, they called them heretics and they slaughtered them. Man, woman, and child. Okay, that's how it works. I hope you're getting this. There are two sides to everything. It's not, answer is not A, the answer is not B, the answer is C, all of the above. So, you might say, well, Johnny, come on. I mean, please, there's all kinds of prophecies in the Bible. Yes, there are. And I can recite them right now. Jacob's descendants would regain control of Israel, written it in 750 B.C., fulfilled since 1948. It's in Amos um, uh, 9, 14 through 15. Israel would be brought back to life. Bible passage, Ezekiel 37, 10 through 14. And it goes about, you know, receives a vision about Israel, was seen as scattered up, dried up bones. Yes, amen. Isaiah uh, spoke of Israel being reborn in one day, Bible passage, Isaiah 66, 7 through 8. Yes, did it happen? When was it written? 701 through 681 B.C. Fulfilled in 1948. Here we go again. Israel will be reestablished as a united nation. Ezekiel 37, 22. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How can this be true? You can't have it both be true. Is Israel evil? Is Israel good? Is Israel evil? Is Israel good? No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. The answer is all of the above. It's good and it's bad. Is the United States good? Yes. Is the United States bad? Yes. Is Canada good? Yes. Is Canada bad? Yes. See, the problem is we say, ooh, NASA. Wow, everybody at NASA is a bunch of Satanists. They're all, you know, all 30,000 contractors that work for NASA, they're all Satanists. We, 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 we make very – they love it. The fallen angels love the fact that we have teeny-weeny little peanut brains. They love it when we're not able to think our way out of a wet paper bag. They adore it. They love it when we, when we uh, group everything into a category. Oh, the United States is good. We backed – you know, there's one verse in the Bible that says that if we back Israel, you know, we're, we're going to bless all the nations that bless you and all this. And, and, and so the United States, we're set. We're in like Flynn, man. We got to be going to heaven. We got to be because we back Israel. I would highly recommend that you get yourself a, uh, your hands on a DVD if you can find it out there. You might have to order it on uh, eBay. One of the DVD, both by the way, both of these DVDs are done by Christians, a team of Christians, really good ones, by the way. 
who understand the concept of being wise as a serpent. The one is called the Eye of the Phoenix, the Secrets of the Dollar Bill. Absolutely astonishing. The other one is called Secret Mysteries of America's Beginnings, Volume 1, The New Atlantis. If you are one that thinks that there were not Jacobin and Masonic roots in the foundations of this country, you are deceived. The only true Christians that came over from Europe were the Quakers, the Puritans, and some of the others, like the Amish and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, they were the ones who were pacifists, just like Jesus. They were willing to lay down their lives. What did the Quakers do during, during the Revolutionary War? They, were, they, they would run paper. They'd put a little encoded piece of paper inside of something, and they'd ride across the countryside, and they'd hand a piece of paper over. So they did their duty, kind of like Hacksaw Ridge. Isn't that fascinating that we actually have a 20th century made movie, Hacksaw Ridge, which typifies how we're supposed to be as Christians? Now, anyway, but people miss it. So anyway, the, the, so you've got two sides of the chain that comes down. You've got the Khazarians. They are no different than Constantine turning you know, people that were totally pagans into, oh, uh, I, christen, I christen thee a Christian. Abracadabra. Well, that's exactly what the Khazars did. As a matter of fact, the Khazars are the ones who are the root of the Babylonian Talmud, the Noahide laws, where they behead you if you believe in Jesus. They're the ones who follow Kabbalah, okay, and they are the, mysto- the, the mysticism Jews. They're the ones who shapeshift. All right, then you have... <clears throat> Then you have the, the Sephardic, um, and, um, and uh, they, they essentially have roots that come down from the Aramaic, believe it or not, which, by the way, was the language which Jesus spoke in. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And they're out of this 12 tribes of Israel. Okay? So when you have Jews that are not Jews, row, you got a, you got a paradox going on. So how in the whole wide world could we have a Bible scripture that says, and I'm just going to hunt for it because I do not have it handy and I got to bring on um, uh, Sister Elena, but um, uh, hold on a second because I got I to at least complete this thought. All right, because I can't open up this can of worms and leave it dangling. No way. No way. All right. So anyway, um, so you go and you say, well, hey, yeah, yeah, we're in the end times. Yep, we're, we're part of the big tree generation. All right. Well, if that be true, let's go ahead and take a second look at Luke 21, verse 20, shall we? And so, you know what? It, you know what's subtitled? It's subtitled the destruction of Jerusalem. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, know that desolation is near. Who is the Antichrist? The abomination of desolation. Then let those who are in Judea. Where's that? Israel. Flee to the mountains. In other words, run for your lives. Let those who are in the middle of her run for it. Depart. And let not those who are in the country enter her. For these are the days of vengeance. By the way, when Jesus read the um, Isaiah scroll, he put it down just before he said, just before he got to the part about the days of God's vengeance. It's a part of the key of understanding. 
Okay, and it goes, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. That all things that are written may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. What people? The people in Israel. And they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Well, are the, is the time of the Gentiles fulfilled yet? Because if the time of the Gentiles was fulfilled, we wouldn't even be here right now, except for the people that were cast in to the Great Tribulation, which is covered very clearly in uh, Revelation 2.22. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. And then it talks about the sign of the Son of Man, which breaks right into the sixth seal and the day of the Lord and everything else. Then it talks about the parable of the fig tree generation and everything. This is the time that we're in right now. This is what is happening right now. It's being brought to bear upon the world by the devil. And it's being brought to bear upon the world by the Jews that are not Jews. They're not And you're like, well, what are we supposed to do? Who are we supposed to pray for the souls of everybody? Because everybody, including you, and potentially, okay, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. I don't like talking about this subject because it's the most quickly misunderstood subject in the world. People do not understand lineages. They do not understand that Constantine was a pagan. They don't understand the roots of the of, of the. They don't understand the Texas Receptus versus the the, the Latin vault. They don't understand the very basics of the very word of God. Netanyahu is destroying Israel on purpose because he's one of them. It looks noble to everybody, but that's how it works. It's just how it works. Remember when the United States was formed? You had the uh, you had the one branch, which was uh, the uh, the Masonic, the occult side of it, the, J- the Jacobins, uh, and, you know, and 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 that that was all of the American Americans' beginnings were very occult, okay. And anybody who thinks that our founding fathers were Christians, <laughs> okay, most people that are in the Masonic lodge think they're Christians, okay. So think that one over again, all right. And then you know, again, and I, I like I mentioned the Quakers, the Amish, the Mennonites, the the effort to cloister. Uh, you know, the Puritans, and et cetera. Yes, there were Christians that came over because they were being persecuted. The rest of them were out looking for an opportunity to make a bunch of jack. Let's make money. Uh, you know, uh, the British are coming. The British are coming. Taxation without representation. I want, you know, that's all it was about. Don't even get me going on the French traders and on French and Indian War and everything else that was associated with these things. These things are all part of the founding fathers of this country, and they were not Christians like we know Christianity. Neither are these Khazarians. Here, look. So get this. So is it A, Israel's good, or B, Israel's bad? Could it be C, all of the above? And the answer is C, all of the above. The forces of darkness that have been assigned by God's will to bring forward the the prophecy of Luke 21, verse 20, okay, are now initiating that prophecy. 
Okay? And I'm going to read you one more thing. I just want to read this to you because I just it's just so important. And I know I got to bring on Sister Elena, so I'm getting ready, but I just want you to I, I just want you to have this. Yeah, in your heart. Okay. I have in my hands a very, very hard to get book. I bought this book two thousand and eight, two thousand and seven. I don't think you can find it anymore. It's written by a Jewish man by the name of O. J. Graham. Graham. It's entitled The Six Pointed Star. I'm just going to read the preface real quick. There's so much more to this. The questions were asked about the author, about the symbol that is discussed here. What made you even remotely, and, and by the way, this guy's also a Christian, what made you even remotely curious about the six-pointed star that it might not be Jewish? After all, it's called the Star David, and has not become international. Has it not become the international insignia of the Jewishness of the state of Israel? The controversy and challenge are answered in this book. If an offense comes out of truth, better it is that the offense comes than the truth be concealed. The quest began at New York University. He gives a little bit of, you know, uh, history behind his, his what he was doing and all that kind of stuff. He says the first mention of the symbol was in 922 BC, involved in witchcraft and magic. In fact, he built an altar to the heathen god Ashtoreth, which is a star. That's what that means, uh, and to Moloch, which is where they sacrifice babies. Okay. Following along here, although God appeared unto him twice and told him not to do this thing, it was Josiah who later destroyed the forbidden altar. This book traces the worship worship of Ashtoreth, Astart, meaning star, and Shiun and Remphan, also meaning star, from the Egyptians before Solomon's time. Then afterward, in Arab magic and witchcraft through the Middle Ages, it was used by the Druids, and those were some horrible, creepy beings, those things, during the highest Sabbath of the witches called the Halloween. The family of the Rothschild, Zionist, and Hitler have all used the symbol, as has the Knesset. Finally, it is featured on the flag of Israel. By the way, it came ultimately out of the Rothschilds and, and the Oslo Accords and all that other stuff. Listen to what he says. Although the six-pointed star is seen all around the world and is accepted as a symbol of the Jews, it is still used today in magic and witchcraft and casting astro, uh, ast uh, astrological horoscopes. At close notice, it is seen that the six-pointed star is comprised of a, of a six within a six. Is this 666 symbol a warning to the Jewish people? Could this be the symbol of the false messiah who will come into modern Israel, he says? He doesn't know. But he tracks it all the way back to the, I mean, it goes all the way back to the Rothschilds, to the, you know, the establishment, uh, this concept of Zionism and all that, why they call them, you know, there's this, there's this book that you can get out there if you want to really do some digging on it, but I'm warning you. I'm going to play this, I'm going to make a big deal out of this, because this is a big deal. If you make the mistake that the vast majority of people are making right now because they figured out that October 7th was a false flag and you make the mistake 
of becoming an anti-Semite, not only are you not going to make the rapture, but I'm not so sure you're going to make it in heaven either. Now, that's a pretty bold statement to make, I know. But I'm here to tell you, I'm warning you. I don't like this subject. I have avoided it for 13 years. And the reason is because there's always going to be somebody that walks away and goes, Johnny Baptist thinks that Israel's bad. No, I don't. No, I don't. Because God continuously throughout history takes bad things, flips them around, steals them out of the devil's hands, and turns them into glorious things. If you talk to John Todd, who is a, a part of the 13th uh, group of the Illuminati, okay, they have these factions anyway, they were based in Atlanta, he will tell you that the charismatic movement was funded through the Full Gospel Businessmen's Association with millions of dollars from the Illuminati. Therefore, all the charismatics were satanic. But the problem is John Todd doesn't get God. And so he's telling everybody this, and there are gullible Christians that are out there believing it because they don't understand the paradox associated with the good and the bad. God took the charismatic movement. He took the money from the Illuminati. He said, ha-ha, in your face, Satan. He flipped it around, and then guess what happened to me? Because of the charismatic movement, I got floored with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I spoke in tongues for like three days straight. My mom wouldn't even let me go to school. Hallelujah! That's how God works. Does this mean that anything has changed? No. All this means is that you are now aware that there are always two sides of the story. Okay? That's very important. So I'm just going to read this to you. The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. These are from the Khazars. The Basic Doctrine. Economic Wars. Methods of Conquest. Materialism replaces religion, despotism, and modern progress, takeover techniques, worldwide wars, provisional government, re-education, preparing for power, the totalitarian state, control of the press, distractions, assault on religion, ruthless suppression, brainwashing, abuse of authority, arrest of opponents, rulers and people, financial programs, loans and credit. The power of gold, instilling obedience, qualities of rulers. In the Khazarian um, bloodline, which are nothing less than fallen angelic creatures from the land of Canaan, ultimately, the demon seed. Okay, these entities, these shapeshift, they shapeshift. These are fallen angelic. This is, the, this, is, this is the fallen angel bloodline. The fallen angel bloodline. <clears throat> Very important to understand this. George Soros, Kazarian Jew. Vladimir Zelensky, Kazarian Jew. Zbigniew Brzezinski, Kazarian Jew. Henry Kissinger, Kazarian Jew. Harvey Weinstein, remember him? Kazarian Jew. Just remember, God loves his people. And things are going to change in the years to come, and a lot of suffering is going to happen in the meantime. Let's just pray in Jesus' name that we are all accounted worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus at the wedding supper. Counted worthy. Because we're not, and we never will be. Counted worthy. Praise God.
So in quick closing, just wanted to go ahead and share. Hold on a second. Let me just see here. Um, you can look up uh, more information on this stuff by studying the Kabbalah, Kabbalah and the Rise of Mysticism by Chuck Misler on uh, YouTube. Okay. Um, it just goes on and on and on. This is a rat hole. Amen. If you want to read quite a bit about this, you can go to uh, the book Beguiled Eden Armageddon by uh, Volume 1 by uh, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh. Now, I know she's broken the books up into different ones, so the next time we bring them on, uh, her and Zen, uh, we will ask her which book she recommends if you want to do some study on the, the depth of this challenge. She's really done a fabulous job of tearing this apart. All right, but it is complicated. I don't like talking about it because invariably there's going to be somebody in the audience is going to think something that they shouldn't think. Whatever you do, whatever you do, in the name of Jesus, do not think that there are not victims on both sides because there are. Okay? And I'm going to go ahead and close with this one very interesting thing that I recorded years ago. Zen Garcia couldn't believe I actually got this. This is a news report that came out of Times of Israel during the Charlie Hebdo attacks that occurred because of Muslims. Supposedly they upset Muhammad, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing, and it created this big event. But it was, but, but they had crisis actors involved, and it got you know, blown way out of, you know, but they always involve crisis actors. They want to make it worse than, than it looks. Listen to what the Times of Israel reporter says. Here it is. Three, two, one. She is a Paris-based American journalist for the Daily Beast. She's written about this, and she joins me from Paris. You talked, uh, Dana, to some of these French Muslims who say this was all a conspiracy. What do they mean? Well, um, I went out to what they call the suburbs of France, which are not what Americans think of as suburbs. They're really the housing projects. They're outside Paris, and there are a couple areas inside Paris where a lot of poor Muslims live. And I talked to a cross-section of mainly French-Algerian young men who said... It was pretty much, they felt, the attacks were actually a conspiracy by the Jews to make Muslims look bad. And they told me that they, one person told me that, in fact, they weren't just regular Jews that were doing this. In fact, they were a race of magical Jews, shape-shifting Jews that were master manipulators and could be everywhere at the same time. Shape-shifting Jews. Now let's bring on Sister Elena. Sister Elena, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing all Hello? right. Hello? Yes. Uh, blog I'm talk. glad you can hear me. Yep, you sound wonderful. Take the mic. All yours. God bless you. Okay. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I've yeah. No, I, I just don't want to for your time. I, I know I was going to run over time tonight, and that's why I was just like, oh, man. You know, because no, you're not away. I don't call you and say, hey, Elena, the show's <laughs> been down for three days. You know what I mean? So I knew you didn't no, know. No, no. But he's got oh, his up again. 
Well, I pray for trip now, you know, regularly, so good. I'm glad to be here. Um, I'm kind of tired tonight. It really has been a tough, tough month. Um, I'm so glad I'm on this side of it, and we're we're done with, you know, all the hoopla. Anyway, um, Johnny, everything you had to say, um, I can segue right into it. For starters, I can totally verify that the founding fathers of this country were a cult because one of them were my ancestor. One actually signed the Declaration of Independence backwards. To this day, there is a county in Georgia named after him backwards. And and it's exactly how my father used to sign his name as well. So, I mean, it's the last name, comma, and then the first name. And so that is how his name has been recorded throughout all of history. If you look for images of him, him, you will find three, four, five different images because I honestly believe he was a shapeshifter and he definitely was a Rothschild. So he also, um, him and maybe some of his downline, were instrumental in, um, no, it was him who started the first Freemason temple in this nation in Savannah, Georgia, and then he went on to start another one in Atlanta. And then, um, you know, downstream from that, they started Wall Street. This is a hidden bloodline where, where they, you know, bury the occult power. And, you know, there's nothing the enemy does that he doesn't copy God. Um, Johnny, you talked, you know, about how they're on both sides. You better believe they are. The Lord has a plan, and it's behind the scenes. It's always been like that with him. And one of the things that I'm really beginning to pick up on is how he moves. He lets the wicked rejoice, and then he takes it from them. And it seems to be that way throughout the entire scripture. So when you see these things happening, don't rig your hands. Understand we're one step closer to where we're supposed to be, to be ready for that that time that we're all waiting for. Um, So, yeah, the the beginnings of this country is a cult. Now, I also live right now in one of the oldest places in the United States as far as European, you know, the whole thing coming over here. This is this is where I live right now. You know, lots of history, a lot of, you know, uh, um, what I call gussied up history where they make it look really good, where kids go on field trips and come from all over the country to do that, right? So we have that going on. But it also, the sin of this area is so phenomenal. And I'm just now beginning to wrap my head around the fact that it never went away. What started in Genesis 3.15 has absolutely compromised my life today. And it's doing it to a lot of you out there as well. And I would really want to talk to you about this tonight because it's very much a part of the fabric of what we all navigate on a daily basis. You know, some of us more than others, some of us longer than others. Um, And um, in Genesis 3 and 15, let's just start with that. Um, Clearly, if you go look it up, Satan has a seed line. These in the word are called the sons of Belial or Nephilim. And back in the days of Noah, they were they were giants. They were huge. Um, over the the millennia, that giantism gene has been corrected. They're still among us. And and Johnny, you're absolutely right. 
they're in the celebrities. Um, I saw a poster or a meme today where they were putting everybody's face together, and it's the same person over and over and over again. So, yeah, they are constantly replicating themselves. Um, they only take the choicest positions. Um, and, and, again, they mix it up. It's the species mixed in with humans. There has been co-mingling between humans and this species since day one. So I want to talk to you about that because it's in all of our lives today, but we don't recognize it because we've all been told that this is over, that this has all happened in the past and it's not here anymore. And a lot of us are getting entrapped by it. I did. And so I want to talk to you about, well, one of the ways that Satan entraps God's people, and it's through something that's really wonderful. Of course it is. But these beings are shapeshifters, all of them, to one degree or another. I was married to one for 24 years. I don't know how I survived it, to be honest with you. They show up in your life. Now, I'm just going to give you a little rundown. They show up like a Christian. They do not show up looking like a monster. They show up like looking like a hero like a Christian, like a godly man, a promise keeper, a Sunday school teacher. And no sooner do they get you, oh, that's gone. Well, I've got all these responsibilities. Now I can't be a Sunday school teacher anymore. You know, that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden these really vile behaviors start showing up that some of us um, know as narcissism, which seems to accompany this kind of, and I'm going to call them, they are not the same species as humans. They do not have the same things that I've seen in humans. And no, not because I'm a Christian. I have people in my life that are not Christians and they have a heart and they are, they're human, even though they do not believe in the Lord and they, they still have um, humanity about them. These do not, even as much as they can spout, you know, religious things, um, they're heartless, completely heartless. They are master manipulators. They are, in every essence of the word, a street angel and a house. They have this supernatural capability of convincing everybody around them that they're awesome. And the child of God is just really um, one step away from crazy or criminal. And you're floundering this. You go to the church, you go to the pastors, you go to the, to the counselors, you go to, and nobody can help you. As a matter of fact, they hurt you. They tell you to go back, even after this individual has beat the snot out of you. Oh, go back to them. You have to forgive them now. You're a godly woman. You have to forgive them. And you're looking at this person like you've lost your mind. You're the pastor of a huge church. What are you talking about? But you do it. You do it because you turn the other cheek and then you have to forgive and all these things. And while that's all true, it is very destructive and detrimental to your path, to your assignment as a child of God. Now, the Lord is awesome. He will take the hard things to make you into his image. It is the hard things that create growth within us as believers. I'm just going to quick kind of go through this. First off, you know, for those that don't know me, I'm a survivor of satanic ritual abuse and um, a survivor of military mind control agendas. 
and uh, you know this I've spoke about these on um, past shows what I never understood is what they used me for in the secret space program would continue here on planet earth and that is how I ended up in this marriage he was a continuation of of things that I had been used for by the military I didn't understand that as a matter of fact I didn't even know that they had used me that way it took me quite a few years before that was discovered um, but at any rate, um, I found myself set up to marry an individual deeply entrenched in Freemasonry. And they're never going to tell you this because they take these silly, you know, oh, it's the good old boys network on steroids. And the women that are involved are typically into witchcraft. And yes, they do believe they're Christians, and yes, they do believe God's grace covers them, even while they're cheating on him with these other gods. So um, this man, which I thought he was a man until I got into the marriage with him, and I started noticing right off behaviors that I had never seen in anybody in my life. Um, The way he ate was different. (laughs) The way he did a lot of things was different. Well, you know, okay, everybody's different. You know, you don't think anything of it. But this kind of um, downhill trend in my life, I should have recognized as witchcraft or a curse right off the bat, but I did not because of the amount of witchcraft that was on me to be in this relationship. Now, first off, I want to start this by saying, no, I was, I'm not perfect. And this relationship had issues. They weren't you know, all of them because he was, you know, a son of Belial. But I would say we we would have had a lot easier time if he wasn't. You know, I want to make it clear that I'm not putting my responsibility onto somebody else. But honestly, when I look back at it, everything I tried didn't work. And I did try. If if you know me, you'll know that I throw down 200% no matter what it is. I put my whole heart into it. And everything I did in this marriage died on the vine, including um, postgraduate education was stolen from me. My children were terribly hurt. I was, was ripped to pieces. He died this year. And why ISIS true? As the months have ticked on, and the blinders have fallen off, and there's no more person lying in my face on a daily basis. And when you get lied to every single day for 24 years, you start believing the lies eventually. But those lies are over now, so I'm beginning to really see it for what it was. And all I can do is be grateful to the Lord for the experience, because now I am equipped to help others of us deal with these boots-on-the-ground minions of Satan because that's exactly what they are. The sons of Belial have been with us since the beginning. Does this mean they cannot be saved? No. The blood of Jesus is bigger than any kind of bloodline compromise. It saved me. It cleansed me. I came from a really ugly bloodline. And it's true of anybody that comes out of these bloodlines. And there's more than the ones that you know about. <laughs> Just There's some hidden ones that, that have far more um, occultic power than the ones that are visible. 
So, yeah, they can be saved. But the chances of them doing that after living with this person for 24 years, I've never seen such arrogance and pride in, in anybody in my life. It is a whole different level of wickedness. And, you know, I've, I've gotten emails, you know, over the years from people, you're dealing with the same thing. That's why I'm so committed to talking about this. I call it one of my favorite rants. No, we are not living around humanity. And it is a mistake, child of God, to think you are. Clearly, the Bible forbids any kind of relations with the goyim. Well, what's a goyim? A goyim is anything that is not holy, not dedicated to the Lord. In the Old Testament, you were not allowed to commingle with any other culture but your own. That was the only place. Now, foreigners were allowed into the culture, but they were kept outside of the Holy of Holies. Now, I'm going to get to that in a minute because there's a really good reason for that. Human beings, and even this other species, we were compromised. We were victimized by the, by the fallen cherub. Uh, Belial, Satan, Baal, Moloch, name He's got a million names. He's now called Allah. He's got a lot of names. He rebrands himself all the time. And his minions do as well. And they're really good at masquerading as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So we've always got to be careful not to walk in deception. And that's on both sides. You know, calling things that are good evil is just as bad as calling evil things good. So we got to be careful. And, and it takes a lot of work in prayer to make sure you're getting it straight, because particularly now we got to. But we were not supposed to commingle ourselves with these other groups. This really gets interesting when you get into this and as you go through the the Old Testament, you find that oftentimes these sons of Belial called that by God himself were used mightily to bring about the plans and purposes and transfer the transformation power of the Most High in, in the culture of Israel. And one of the places you can see that the best is David's mighty men. They're actually called the sons of Belial in 1 Samuel. They're called that. And these were absolutely David's mighty men. They are commemorated and spoken about. There is at least 37 of them. There's probably more, but 37 of them called out by name. And these were called gibberim or sons of Belial. But here's the thing. They were under the authority of David. They were of great assistance to him, you know, secure the kingdom of Judea. They were amazing individuals. Their feats were phenomenal, but they were under his authority. There is in no way that a child of God should get into a relationship with one of these where they have no power. And what do I mean by that? I'm talking about females that have to be dependent because they have small children at home upon one of these because the way they are with their money, it's a leash. I have never seen one of these that are not greedy. 
and, and full of themselves when it comes to their money. There are absolutely no rules when it comes to their money. But David's mighty men were under his authority. When you're in a relationship with one of these and you're a woman, you're under their authority because of the way God has set this up. Now you have a real problem. You're in a marriage with a beast. And it gets even worse because it's usually a team sport regarding people around him. Because mighty men or gibberim or goyim always function as wild wolf packs. And they are. They just are that way. They're predators and they're proud of it. They are very competitive and in their idea of living large and in charge is having nonstop victory. And victory means getting over from the very big to the very small. It's all day long living with an individual that's constantly trying to get over on you and you're trying to love this person. You're in a marriage. It doesn't work that way with these people because they do not have it to give. And I'm going to call them people loosely because they're not 100%. And that's what makes their their costume so good because they look just like us. But surprise, what's inside is horrendous. But it looks so good. And they know exactly what you need to hear to get you in their, their clutches. They are masters of entrapment. Now, this is where my rant gets a little bit interesting because I'm going to call the church out as a whole because you are not teaching your people about this at all. I sat in your pews. I sat in your classes. I sat in your universities, and not one of you ever spoke to me about what this was. Not only that, sitting right next to me in my Bible classes, in my college classes, because I went to two of America's premier Christian universities, were witches and warlocks that were in place to destroy the people of God that were showing promise to, to, you know, forge new inroads in the gospel. Very rare one of us escaped that, usually because you had people around you that were, you know, prayer warriors praying for you to get through. Um, Why I was in one of these universities, I was um, used. In a, in a, you know, in, in rituals by administration, by professors, by other students that were deeply entrenched in Freemasonry and witchcraft. Yes, it is in the church. Of course, it is. Where do you think the enemy's going to go? They're not going to go to a bar. They're going to go where they need to go to take you out because this is war, guys. This is not a walk through the park, la-di-da, America, ball games, and, you know, Christmas and and turkeys. It's not that. That was all a a cover story. This nation was formed for what's going on right now. 
The people that formed it knew it. You know, it's a really interesting read. Read the, uh, the words of George Washington at some vision that some creature gave him. Oh, yeah, now I'm really stepping on some toes. I mean, I love this country, but I know the truth about it. There's a lot of good that has come out of America, and I'll be the first one to say so. But we have to be very aware that it's both sides, just like Johnny said. And we have to be very aware that all of us that love the Lord have a, have a target, have a bullseye on our back. We can't see it, but the demons can. And they let their minions know where we are, and they target us with all sorts of things. They have tools right now that... I could, I could talk all day long about this electronic targeting because I've been through it. I still am. I got hit the other day with a weapon. Hit me in the chest so hard, I thought I was having a heart attack. It's for, it, was, it was due to somebody I'm praying for who is married to, was married to one of these and trying to get through it, trying to get out of it, going through divorce. Deeply involved with some of these electronic witchcraft games like Dungeon and Dragons and these online role-playing games. These are just demonic simulators. That's what they are. They're second heaven simulators. You're learning how to fight in the second heaven as a devil. You're learning how to fight God's people. So don't tell me you're a Christian sitting there playing Ingress. You're not. You're playing the devil's game. Don't tell me you're a Christian while you're fooling around with Pokemon. That is a cult. And if you don't believe me, read their manual. And there's a guy on uh, YouTube you can look up that does a really good job of going through the manual and picking it apart and showing you exactly what that game is about. There are more pitfalls in our walk right now than we have any idea what the Lord walks us through every single day. But we have to be doing our part and asking every day for discernment. Now, this is what happens. You get into this, this kind of situation where you were entrapped into this horrendous marriage and you're surrounded by well-meaning church people telling you, oh, you have to save your marriage. And God's over there, run for it, run. And, and you're over here with the church people saying, oh, you need to save your marriage. And, and in the meantime, you're being shredded. Your assignment before the Lord is being burnt to a crisp. Your children are being stolen. Your very ability to make your substance, your provision is being robbed. Your gifts, your redemptive gifts are being hacked every single night by this person called your spouse. You're being eaten alive spiritually. Your soul is being bound up with all kinds of angst and anxiety, and, and, and you don't know what to do. You don't understand what's going on. You're being chewed up, and everywhere you go, you know, as, as far as a Christian, you know, you do all the things. You go to, you know, this counselor, or you go to your pastor, or you go to a, into a fellowship, or you go to a friend, and they're all saying, oh, you need to save your marriage. And so you begin to feel guilty. Oh, my goodness. Probably me. Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. And you begin to repent all over the place, and you haven't done anything. Meanwhile, you know, Team Satan is running witchcraft on you, you know, with more and more accusations beating you down, and you can't do anything about it except help. Help me, Jesus, help me. 2.30 in the morning, help me. And he always does. 
will say that. He always does. But it's unnecessary, child of God. If you just get the right tools in your hands. Now, sometimes God allows us to go through these things, but not for 24 years. <laughs> but sometimes he allows us to go through the hard things because it's through the hard things that we grow. You know, a tomato plant will never be able to hold up tomatoes unless it gets some wind on it and some storms on it. I mean, that's just a law of nature that you have to have obstacles and and you have to have things that you fight to make you stronger. That's true. But there is a lot more in our world right now that's holding you back, holding you back because you know that inside your heart, you know that God's got something more for you. And you're with this person that's torturing you on a daily person, on a daily basis. And this person is not a person. It's, it's a partial person. It's a son of Belial. Well, what does that mean? What is a son of Belial? Well, if you look up Belial, it's like there with all the other names. Um, but one of the words that it does mean is, okay, wickedness is one of them, is worthlessness. So you are now yoked to worthlessness. And not only that, all of his Freemason buddies and Team Satan are running these witchcraft tricks on you all the time. And I fight this daily. I, I mean, it's not as bad right now as it's been, you know, at other times. But, you know, th- that can change with just the weather. You know, one day I will have, you know, mountains of it, and other days it's, it's, it's fine. And, and, you know, right now it's pretty quiet, and I, I'm very pleased with that right now. But there are times where they all seem to get together and decide that they're going to target me with their stuff, and I pick it up out of the yard and have to deal with it. And then, you know, the fallout from that is always interesting to deal with, and it's hard. Oh, and it gets better. And now you go to your Christian brothers and sisters and you say, oh, my goodness, I got all this witchcraft going on. And what you get back is probably the most frustrating thing. I would never say this to another believer, but I have heard things over the last years that just frost me. Now, I'm going to probably get on my soapbox right now, so pardon me if I rant, because this is just something that is so disturbing to my soul. You're my brothers and sisters, and I'm yours. I don't care what your theology is. I care about you caring about me, and I care about you. Tell me, don't talk about it. It will go away. That's the blab it and grab it, people. Oh, my goodness. That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard in my life. That would be like going through the swamps of Vietnam and ignoring that you're being shot at. It's ridiculous. David's mighty men knew what he was fighting. That's what made him so amazing. We are to be each other's mighty men. Now, sometimes we are called to, to, to take, you know, the, the, the humble path and hold our tongue, and not fight back, and all those things. And I've done that. I've done that, and done that, 
and done that and turned the other cheek and turned the other cheek and listened to all that wonderful spiritual advice that only kept me enslaved in a trap longer. And it really hurts, guys. I'm telling you right now, when I tell you or you tell me you're going through this and I come up with this fake theology, it's just heartbreaking. No, I wouldn't do that, but you know what I mean. You go to somebody and you say, look, help me. I'm, I'm going through all this stuff. And they come up with this, oh, well, now just, you know, you, you can't speak it. You just can't speak it. Oh, it'll, you have authority over this. It will go away. Yeah, I got authority over this, but it hasn't quite been realized yet. And I need your help. I need you to stand with me. You know, Jesus said to his disciples, can't you even stand with me for, stay with me for an hour? I totally understand how that feels. Because while you are, you know, just shadow boxing this invisible enemy that you can feel, I see in the spirit so I can see a lot of stuff. I can hear in the spirit. And you're surrounded by these, and they mean well. I'm not picking on you, okay? I'm not picking on you. I'm just asking you to rethink how you're talking to your, your people in your fellowship. I'm surrounded by people who are telling you you have authority over it, stop talking about it, blah, blah, blah. You're just like the, the counselors that said go back to the marriage. Doing that. We have to start caring for each other like you would care for your brother, sister, child, mother, father. That's all he asked us to do anyway. He asked us to do two things, and then he asked us to do five more. And I'll get to that in a minute. He asked us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and strength. If you're doing that, the next one comes fairly simple, and that's love your, your, your brothers and sisters as yourself. If you're in a group that is unsaved, Preach the gospel, but don't intermingle yourself. You see, this is where it gets really, really, because you see the ecumenical gospel, Rick Warren, and I'm going I'm to go ahead and name him, because it's in his writings, I'm not calling him out, felt that we should have a social gospel, where we have tea parties and bowling parties, and, <laughs> and that is not at all what Jesus told his disciples to do. You see, when you have tea parties and bowling parties and all these things, you're commingling. And that is a really good way of wrecking your life. That's why God said don't do it, because he knew what it was going to cost. Now, he had other motives as well. And, you know, Johnny's had plenty of people on his show, such as Mr. Wayne and people like that, that will tell you why they weren't to commingle on a very real eugenics level. But I'd say that there's more than that, that when you commingle yourself with this other species, you're setting yourself up to live in hell for as long as you're stuck or entrapped in that situation. And you, they will entrap you. They will get you in a corner that I don't care how capable you are, they will take that from you. They will rob you of every blessing the Lord has given you, and they will keep it for themselves. And they have spiritual capabilities 
from their fallen angel fathers, and they know how to do things because the ancient paganism has been passed down generation to generation for thousands of years. And, you know, depending on who they are or where they are in in that particular um, paradigm, some of them are very, very good at what they do. Don't kid yourself. This is the next thing that really makes me crazy. When I hear, oh, just say poor devil. Just say, oh, poor devil. What a pathetic devil. And I know all, all of you guys have heard some of these mega, you know, preachers saying things like that. Really? Have you read Revelation 12? A huge red dragon appeared in the cosmos. That doesn't sound like a poor devil to me. And there was this huge war that broke out. And that Michael and all his angels had a fight and, and the dragon fought back. And eventually Michael prevailed. He didn't prevail right away. They didn't wave some kind of special thing over it and it went away poof. Like this theology that they're, you know, shoving down our throat says that it will poof. Honestly, I think some of you are afraid of this stuff and you shouldn't be. You should make yourself familiar with it so you know what to do. We're in a war. If you were actively engaged in World War II, before they sent you out into the field, they would have sent you to school to learn how to fight. It's no different. It's just different weapons. It's different battles. But you still got to learn how to fight, just like David's mighty men. And I'll tell you what, if you don't take authority over the sons of Belial, they'll take authority over you. And they are with us. They were with, you know, them then. They were there with Jesus, and they're with us today. And as Johnny so accurately pointed out, they're shapeshifters. My ancestor was a shapeshifter. You put him next to Rothschild, he looks like a Rothschild. You put him next to a Rockefeller, he looks like a Rockefeller. Then they have these other random pictures that they say is him. You know, so anyway, there's a meme of him. You don't know me because he's hidden. They are shapeshifters. And they're in Hollywood, they're in your broadcast media, because Satan is the prince of the power of the air. What you've got coming over the air is just nonstop lies. He is a liar. He is the father of lies. And every time you turn on your broadcast media or your movies or your your video games now, all of that stuff is the devil's twisted language. The Bible says to come out from among that. And, you know, all of us are in different levels. And I'm certainly not suggesting, you know, that, you know, all of this stuff is wicked because there is some good that comes from it. But, again, we have to educate ourselves what's righteous and what's not, what, the, what we should be looking at and what we shouldn't be looking at. And interestingly enough, when I found myself deep in the clutches of covens of all over the country constantly stalking me, I went right on their sites to see what was going on because the church never taught me, nobody ever taught me what this was. They're afraid of it. Now, there's a few that are not, and I have their um, deliverance manuals on my blog, which is realmsofhope.wordpress at wordpress.com. It's realmsofhope at wordpress.com. 
And um, on that blog, there is a deliverance manual. There's a couple blogs, Symptoms of Witchcraft and Prayers Against It. And I'm about to um, put out another one because I have recognized some new symptoms that are not on the list. Right now, now 10 years ago, you could look up Symptoms of Witchcraft and get all kinds of stuff. You can't find it anymore. You might find a few things coming off of, you know, some kind of, uh, I found uh, a few things on Hindu sites. But my blog is about one of the only ones where you're going to find a Christian talking about it. Now, there are others, and I'm certainly not saying there isn't. Some of the most wonderful information I've gotten is from people like John Ramirez. He's wonderful. If you can listen to him, you should, Um, because he'll tell you what the other side is doing. You don't even have to go look. He'll tell you. He'll come right out. He was involved in all that, and he will tell you exactly what he was put up to do. So, and I can't encourage you enough, we are in the days of Noah. One of the number one problems in the days of Noah was Nephilim marriage. The Nephilim were a huge problem. And the Bible has prophesied over and over and over again, particularly in places like the book of Joel, that they'll be be back. Well, they are back. They're not totally back, but they are back. And they're masquerading all around you, all around us. They're in your office. They're that one coworker that gives you the creeps when they walk past you. You'll catch them staring at you from across the room. They'll give you chills up your spine and make your hair stand up. You shake it off. You go, oh, yeah, no, no, that's nothing. And then there'll be the, the the same one that is behind your back stealing your promotions because they're thieves. They're the same one running a PR campaign that you are certainly losing. They're running a negative smear campaign on you because they want what you have. It's not just in the workplace. Some of you have parents like this. Some of you have spouses like this. Some of you are in tears every single night crying out for deliverance because you have found yourself entrapped and caged up by one of these. Now, here is the best advice I can give you. Don't fall for the bait of Satan. What he's trying to do is get you into unforgiveness. He's trying to keep you distracted and put you into unforgiveness so you um, miss out on on the the good things of the Lord that are ahead. He wants to chew up 75% of your waking life with thoughts of anxiety and distraction. He wants to... um, Keep you, all your energy focused on the problem rather than the solution. You know, the solutions are few and far between. His name is Jesus. They're few and far between here on this earth. But the one solution is Jesus. But Jesus is in the spirit. And you're here. 
but he has a plan for you, and he's going to walk you through this and take you through to the other side. You're in the valley now. You will come up the other side of the mountain. You will. He's faithful. Now, there's five things besides love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. He's clearly asked us to do five things. And these five things, he does not, he lends himself to you, but you're supposed to be doing it. You're supposed to be healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, caring and and healing lepers, and preaching the gospel. The first four testified to to preaching the gospel as being very real. He lends himself to you for those things. He lends his power, his authority, his person to you so you can accomplish those things. And he expects you to, to do it. He expects you to learn and to have the faith to be able to do that. I have always thought, going all the way back to that first moment in 1984 when I gave my heart to the Lord, why are there hospitals? And why do they seem to be getting bigger and bigger all the time? Well, we have hospitals because the Christians aren't doing their job. These are the five things we're supposed to be doing, and we're not. And we need to start. Now, I'm certainly not suggesting if you're a young mom that you go out to the local Kroger and start praying over, well, if you want to, you should if God calls you to do it, but, you know, just to start, you know, doing crazy things. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Unless, of course, you're called to do crazy things, and I am sometimes, and and some of you are as well. The Lord tells you to do something which is totally out of your world, and, and you do it, and your faith grows, and it's wonderful. But all of this depends on the growth of discernment within your soul. Did God tell you to go into the Kroger and, and, and pray over that cashier? Oh, he did. Then that's not crazy. That's good. Did God tell you to go play in traffic because, you know, you're, you're protected by the Holy Spirit? No, he did not. <laughs> and see, this is, I've, I've seen people do things like that. You know, I can walk on water, so I'm going to jump off this cruise ship. I mean, you know, this is, this is the kind of crazy things that the devil will tempt people into doing. And by the way, walking into stores and praying over employees is something I've done often. So, no, that's not so crazy when the Lord has guided you to do it. Um, But what I'm saying is we have to have discernment and we have to be very, very aware of what we're dealing with within our, our immediate circle. A lot of times these beings that were around, these sons of Belial, they're not talking to you. Their demon spirit is. And it knows exactly which buttons to hit, which triggers to pull. And you give into it. I give into it. We all give into it. And then, you know, when we're surrounded with the ashes of the mess that we made, well, God, why didn't you save me? It's because we didn't understand what we were dealing with. It's not the Lord's fault, guys. We have our part. It's a partnership. And these sons of Belial or Nephilim that walk among us today, they're even feeding them bugs. This is what absolutely floors me. 
I mean, we have all these people running around that are clearly got themselves so tattooed, pierced, their hair is, a, you know, looks like it comes from Sirius. I've been on Sirius. Yes, they have blue hair. There are blue-haired beings, and, and now we've got them doing that here. And not that I have a problem with young people experimenting with their hair color, but right now it's a thing. We also don't know what gender we have. We call ourselves names like these or them. Well, you know what? That is an alien language. That is a demonic tongue that they're speaking in. They call themselves they, them. That's on a global macro scale. You can see it just fine once you know what you're looking at. But they're also in the church. They're not just protesting on the street without shirts on. You know, they're also, they're not just in the street, you know, with great gay pride, you know, stuff. They're in the church. And they look very respectable. You would love this person if you met them until you end up in a relationship. Yeah, so this, this is what we all have to be aware of. Now, you get yourself entrapped in one of these relationships and um, you don't know what to do. Should you stay? Should you leave? Should you divorce? I'm telling you right now, get out. Get out. There is no other plan. They're not going to change. They're going to make your life miserable for longer. And you are going to go for 24 years and wonder why. So if you're in a relationship with someone like this, get out. I certainly am not telling you to dishonor your commitment. I'm telling you your commitment was based on false pretenses. It was uninformed consent on your fault, on your part, and it's not your fault where you're at. Get out. The Lord never called you to live with abuse. The Lord never called you to turn the other cheek so, you know, a gibberim can smack you around all day long. The Lord said, come out from among them, ye my people. Be holy. Be holy because I'm holy. Separate yourself from this mess. And I can't say that enough. And secondly, understand you're dealing with witchcraft. You're dealing with, you know, manipulation, psychological, spiritual, mental, and every other thing. And you're blaming yourself for something you didn't do. You are covered with guilt and shame. And those are both demons. If you're under the blood, you should have no guilt or shame. Those are demons. Those are accusations. Those come from curses, curses of the gibbering that want what you have. They want you to take their curse, and they're going to rob you of your blessing. So get out. Come out from among them. Now, if by chance all those prayers you prayed for that person because you did love them take root, awesome. They need to prove it to you. They can come find you. But I'm going to tell you right now, they're not. They're going to move on to their next conquest, to their next victory, to their next robbery, to their next lie. They're going to move into the next thing that they um, can do to steer you off the path that the Lord has for you. Your enemy is all around you, and he looks like somebody you love. That's terrible. I lived like that for 24 years, 
and I'm telling you, get out. I did try to escape, and I was out for five years, and he came back after me. And I fell for it a second time because I listened to people in the church. Oh, congratulations on renewing your marriage. Oh, that is so not realistic. Congratulations for walking right back into an abusive situation with an gibberine and the witchcraft that's all around you and, you know, Freemason Central. I am surrounded by the occult. Now, they're going to have to stand down, not me, and I believe that's why the Lord brought me here at the end of the day, but that's neither here or there. The Lord always will find good in the bad. So, um, I'm, I, I hear my little girl crying, so I'm going to have to, Johnny, put you on hold for a minute to see what the problem is. Uh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll hang out right here. <laughs> Um, oh, let's see if we can play some music or something. Something from the prayer vigil. Remember this? syndrome and they just hit her with an electronic weapon and um, it caused uh, digestive issues so that's why she's crying so yeah can they do this yes they can they have satellites and they have um, ways of manipulating this with iPads and computer screens and um, yeah so apparently what I have to say tonight is making somebody mad or they went and hit her and see that's the thing they don't care about your children either they will use your children against you. So um, how do you know, Elena, that he was this way? How do you know? Well, I didn't. For 24 years, I didn't know. For 24 years, I had no idea that, um, that, this, was, that this was even possible. For the last couple of years, he's been ill. And the facade was crumbling. And I began to suspect it. And I've, I've talked about it on this show a couple times. But I didn't really believe it. I mean, I couldn't. It was just too weird for me. <laughs> it was just, I, 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 it, but also, I had an awful lot of witchcraft and deception on me about these people or these not people. Um, now that he's gone, each day that goes by, it becomes more and more discovery for what I have lived with all these years. And it's staggering. I I don't even know why I'm here talking to you, except the Lord has kept me in the palm of his hands. Um, This man um, has, um, 
has done things that I, I can't even begin to talk about. And a lot of you that live in these situations know exactly what I mean. They are so underhanded and so deceptive and so sneaky. Um, I've just never seen anything like it in my life. And I have even seen it in, in his oldest daughter was 12 years old. I have never seen that level of manipulation in anybody. And I know children are manipulative, but this one, oh my goodness, this is a whole other level of wickedness on a child. I had a children's ministry for many, many years. I'd seen about every kind of child there is to see. I had never seen that level of wickedness. And at the beginning, I thought that's why God had called me into this marriage. But then I found myself being ganged up on by the wickedness. Instead of this Christian man saying, oh, my gosh, this is this child is in trouble. No, he told me that I was trying to get her in trouble. I have never seen that kind of lying in my life. I have never seen anybody lie like that. Look you square in the eye and just lie, even when you're sitting there with total proof that they're lying. It doesn't matter. And you know where you're going to see this now? You're going to see this in Washington. I watched that press secretary get up there and say sanctuary cities are evil or or racist or something. And it's like we're clearly being invaded. And they're making it like it's some kind of humanitarian thing. And they're letting over the border foot soldiers. And there was uh, James O'Keefe came out today with a whole report that they're coming in into Arizona, being taken to Phoenix Airport, and flown all over the country. They're being given millions of our tax dollars. They're being armed. If they go buy a weapon, they're not even background checked. These are mercenary soldiers that are coming into our nation, and we have the press secretary talking about it like they're humanitarians. This is humanitarian on our part. And we have people that are falling for it, I guess. Do they really think we're too big to fail? I mean, I just don't understand how anybody can be that blind to not see what's happening here and put an end to it. Maybe we just don't know what to do. But what I'm talking about is this kind of deception where where they will lie to you and expect you to believe this lie. And it's so clearly a lie, but it doesn't matter. They're going to keep it up. They're going to keep it up because they believe their own lies. And there's there's absolutely nothing that you can say or do that's going to cause them to stop lying. So if you're in a relationship like this, there is no truth. Without truth, there's no trust. Get out. If you can. And if you can't, ask the Lord to help you get out. And I'm pretty sure he's going to. I, I you know, he, he helped me Lena. get out of the relationship. Can you please yes. give... I'm sorry to interrupt, but can you please give your email out? Because people are going to email me, and oh, it ain't going to work. Okay. It ain't gonna work. I need simple. you to go say, call me on the phone, email me at this address. But if this is something that somebody feels power, you know, 
potently, strongly, emotionally yeah. about, uh-huh. please contact Elena directly. Please don't email me because there's nothing I can do to help you. Okay, please just contact okay. her. And All please, right, I will. I will. People will try will. to. Please listen, Elena. Please listen. For your advice, for your information, I have had people try to get hold of you before, and they have not been successful. They oh. said the only re- yes, ma'am. They said the only reason they were able to find your information was because they rifled through the comments on your website and found your email that way. Oh. But I had to deal okay. with about three to four emails from them. In you know what I mean? It was like back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it was like, okay, I got to jump in, let Elena know she's got a communication gap going on here, and it's going to come back and ricochet in my face while I'm at work, and I can't do nothing about it. So um, okay. please go ahead and share with folks in very, very slow language, letter for letter, how can they get in touch with you so that they can bring it between you and them and bypass me because this isn't my ballywick, okay? This is so okay, far right. out of my wheelhouse. All right. okay. okay. Go for it. All right. It is promisesofyah at gmail.com. And I'm going to give you promises, P-R-O-M-I-S-E-S-O-F. Y-A-H, gmail.com. Promises of Yah at gmail.com. That is my email. Um, so, yes, please do email. And I do get emails, too, Johnny. So I get them through the site, and I, get, I do get emails. So um, I don't know if I've ever spoken out my email on this, but that's what it is. And, um, yes, you may write me there, and I will write you back. And if if necessary, we can have a conversation from there. I have a pretty packed life. It's difficult for me to, to etch out the time, but I have done that. And particularly when, when, you know, for those that are really, really struggling, I will figure out how to get you in there. And we will pray together. We will, we will walk you through it. Um, some of you, um, I've had an email, uh, you can't talk because he's right there. <laughs> right there breathing down your throat. And, you know, yeah, I get it. I, I used to go in my closet to talk to people. <laughs> I used to get in my closet and talk to people. You know, here, here's a time where everybody's jumping out of their closet. I was going into mine <laughs> so I could have some privacy. Um, when I did talk to people, um, he had uh, supersonic hearing. Uh, let's talk about some of the supernatural capabilities this kind of creature has. For, number one, they are surrounded by minions in the spirit. They are surround. Oh boy, I used to see them all the time. I, oh, I negated it. I negated it because you know we've all been disassociated from the spirit realm. We've all been told this doesn't exist, and you know you think, well, it just you caught a shadow, or it was a change in the light, or some kind of thing in the camera. You know, you come up with all these things, and that's none of that's true. It is what you're looking at. You know, you got two eyeballs in your head, and if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Oh, they have all this check science, you know. Oh, it's what is the word I heard? Uh, parabolia, or parallelia, or something like that. Is when your eyes make patterns. That's junk science. Your eyes don't make patterns like that. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I've seen the entire veil totally covered with these little archons all over the place. Um, and that's the other thing. The spirit world is a quantum world. And you know there's a quantum world. That's the spirit world. And and so it's all around you. And these creatures have have these evil assistants with them. So no matter what you do, they're cutting you off at the pass. And the only way to navigate this is to taking authority like David had over his gibberine. You have to take authority over him. It's really hard if you're a woman with authority over your head and with this, this creature who has, you know, marital authority over your head. However, there is one thing that the Lord does say. You submit to each other out of, you know, as you submit under Christ. And if that person isn't submitting under Christ, well, there's provision for you and the Lord for that. But it is still a rough place to be. It is a form of entrapment. And, and the devil, that's what he's doing to God's people. He's trapping you. He's, he's taking you off your, your purpose. He's throwing you off your game. He's getting you out of the competition. He's taking you out of the race. That's what he wants to do. He's prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking to who he can devour. And what, the way he's going to do that, child of God, is to get you in your fields. Your fields, it's your heart. And so he's going to send to you a partner that is a monster. And I can't tell you how many people I talk to every day that are in this situation. And it is, for, for a child of God, your your home is your 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 altar, and if you don't have peace in your home, and you don't have the ability, you know, to have your home. As for me in my house, we serve the Lord. Place, particularly where you're at right now. Now, there's plenty of us that have known to prepare because of what's coming up. And there are people around you that, you know, that you want to get on board with preparing and they just won't. That's bad enough. That's hard enough. But then there are the individuals that you're trying to get prepared spiritually and they're yanking you down into the pit. They're yanking you down in the pit with all this negativity. It's this, this constant pushback. Everything you say or do is wrong. Everything you say or do, you know, should be challenged. Everything you say or do is, is you know, uh, you're lying, you know, or, or, you know, it's this constant accusation in your face and belittling and negative PR campaigns and gaslighting. And, you know, 75% of your waking life is spent trying to sidestep this stuff. It's finally towards the end, the last, I would say the last four or five years, I learned how to isolate myself in the storm. And until the Lord, you know, took me to the place, he took him, he, he, he took him, he's gone now. But until that happened, I had to learn how to find um, my way with this. You know, I married somebody. I thought we were going to be having devotionals in the morning. I get yelled at for having devotionals. I thought we were going to be praying over food. No, we didn't do that. (laughs) And this is shortly after we got married. So this is this is clearly something that you know an agenda because I've talked to others of you that's the same thing. So um, again, my email is promises 
of Yah, Y-A-H, all one word, promisesofyah at gmail.com. And I do answer back. So please write me. And um, we get some kind of prayer chain going, just for starters, between us. We will get some prayer up, and that, that'll, you know, at least it's a start. So I'm going to go ahead and finish up because I can still hear her. I don't know if you can, but I can still hear her in there carrying on. She can't help it, guys. It's just who she is. She's, she has downs, and she's the purest soul I have ever, ever encountered in my life. The Lord, talk about hiding. The Lord has hidden something marvelous underneath the Down syndrome. It is absolutely the most amazing. It's just beautiful. But anyway, but it can be tough at times. So Father God, in Jesus' name, I just come before your throne of grace and mercy, and I bring with me the listeners tonight. And I'm asking Father for grace and mercy for anybody that's listening and, and, you know, connecting into what I have to say tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, I am asking now that you would send your servants into their situation to create a buffer zone for for your child, Lord, to create a buffer zone against the manipulation and the witchcraft and the abuse, Father. I'm asking that you would create provision for this child of God, your child, to be able to walk to where you would have them go. Father God, in Jesus' name, I'm also asking that you would provide for them the gifts of, of, of comfort and peace. Father, it is so hard to wake up in tears because you went to bed being told how rotten you are and you don't even know what you did. Father God, in Jesus' name, I am asking that you would sing over these as they sleep so they can wake up rejoicing in the Lord. Father God, I'm asking for those that are listening that have no idea what we're talking about with, 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 with Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior, who we love with our whole heart, and who we're waiting on his glorious return. Father, in Jesus' name, I am asking that you would touch their hearts and that they would know how wonderful you are. And if you have not gotten to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, You can go ahead and pray with me now. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I know that the only way to you is through your grace. The only way to the Father is through the grace of Jesus Christ. And so, Father, I'm asking now that these would find their way to you through the blood of Jesus. And now confess to him that you need him in your life and ask him, to come into your heart, into your your soul, and to cleanse you and to be your Lord and Savior. And he will, I promise you. And you will start changing. I promise you will start changing the way you look at things, the way you react to things, the way you, you see things, the way you... You will have changes. And if you don't have them, you better find out why. So, Father, in Jesus' name, if there's anybody listening that that has prayed that prayer just now, asking you into their heart, I'm asking now that you would send your servants to protect them and guide them and lead them into all things, including into your word, Lord. Help them to find their way in you, in your word. Father, I'm thanking you for their souls, in Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name I pray, and I'm thanking you for Johnny, and I'm thanking you that shows up and running, and I'm thanking you for for him. I'm thanking you for his faithfulness. In Jesus' name, I am thanking you for this night. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Praise God. Amen. Um, and again, thank you, Elena. I know that's, you know, like kind of heart dumping on the air, and I know it's emotional. So um, I just wanted to say thank you on behalf of anybody that you're able to help. Um, and, um, and and thank you so much for sharing your email on the air. Yes, you're, you are correct. This is the very, 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 very first time after, let me see, 38 radio shows, 38 months, um, that you have shared your uh, email. So thank you for doing that. Um, because, <laughs> well, because Johnny, can you it, put it, that it really, under the little blurb that's underneath the thing on the, the, the podcast? Just put my email I, down underneath there. I, I, I could, and you know why yeah. I know it won't matter? Because I've been doing why. stuff like that. Set thir- it'll be 13 years in July, and nobody that looks at it ever. <laughs> you know how I know because I get these emails, and they and they they text me, they send me emails, and they're like, Johnny, can you tell me? You know, like the, considering the show I did tonight, can you tell me were there shapeshifters at Charlie Hebdo? And I'm like. Okay, let's go back and review at the 13.5 minute mark, you know what I mean? It's like rewind, man, yeah. rewind. But uh no, it's it's just that people, you know, I talk very very fast and I know that um folks don't it's not it's it, everybody's there's a lot of people that are not real good with computers. I mean, they struggle. And so mm-hmm. what happens is uh, you know, a lot of folks, like one time I said, hey, if you want to get, you know, emails for the radio show, man, you wouldn't believe it. I was literally manually entering emails, even though I have a link to get automatic email notifications right there on the screen. I, for pretty much the better part of three weeks, I got emails from people from all over the world going, could you please add me to your email? Could you please add me to your email? Because folks, they're just not really very good at computers and so when you yeah. say hey i got a link there it just goes right over their head well, <laughs> you know, they don't have well johnny half of the show i had my little girl in the back just complaining and i hope that wasn't too distracting for anybody i'm i mean i'm used to it no, she's 22 no, no, and i've been no, taking no. care of her for 22 years but yeah i, I had to i had to go deal with that new, oh, okay yeah this is not a new subject <laughs> for people we this is something that you've talked about, as you mentioned earlier. Um, it's something that you've talked about in the past as well. So the the cool part is that you know now you're getting into this part where counseling comes in. You know when you start saying something like, "Well, you need to like rethink about your marriage and stuff like that." that now they need counseling. They need well, somebody I don't, who I can. I don't mean to be doing that. that. I'm just telling but, you from my own that, experience. Yeah. Amen. I know that you did it. Situation is extremely unique. And so mm. now, you know, so I've got to hand it off. You know, the Dallas Cowboys ran onto the field tonight, and I'm going, whoa, 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 hey, whoa. You know, you got to go talk to Elena. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. So it's all the Dallas Cowboys. I, yeah, right. Okay, I, yeah, it's like, hey, man, what's a football, man? What's a football? I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, you know <laughs> what I mean. It's just an ad- 
so many analogy, but thank you for sharing that with um, folks. And and um, and again, let me. It, what was something of Yah again? I forgot off the top of my head. I, promises, I this cold uh, promises. Uh, promises uh, Gmail. of Yah. Okay, promises at of G- Yah at gmail dot com. That's Y A H, right? Y A H, correct. Okay, cool. Promises of YAH at gmail.com. Cool. So yes. if you know, if you're one of the many women out there that I am well aware of that are struggling in situations that are troubling. Horrible. Um, you know you you are going to want to send an email to promises of YAH at gmail.com and then be patient. And because here's the thing. There's a big difference between going through marital problems, which I know a lot about, and a lot about, okay? And um, there's a big difference between that and what Elaine is talking about. So discernment, yes. prayer, yes. all that stuff is in yes. order, first and foremost, because God hates divorce. It's very oh, yeah. clear in the Bible. It's, and I agree. So I agree. But we're talking about a creature, not uh, uh, not what you're t- you're talking about a covenant. You're talking about a marriage. That's not what I was talking about. I'm talking about entrapment and enslavement. Well, and yes, that is going on a, today. There's a brand new Jesus dynamic taking place today in Ezekiel 34. But listen, I, this is not my advice. I will never give advice against the Bible ever. No matter what. Me neither. And I'm with I will you on also. That. Okay, hang in there for me, Elena. Okay, just give me a sec. Give me a sec, just please, please, just a sec. All right, Ezekiel 34, verse 17, in the New King James says, "I, the Lord God, will separate the sheep from the sheep." Uh-huh. I can tell you sheep from sheep. that. Yeah, you have to use the new King James. You cannot use the King James. You will be misled, or you can use the Amplified. Ezekiel 34, 17 says, I will separate the sheep from the sheep. Okay, now I can tell you that I have watched a lot of marriages end up in separation, but it was at the hand of God. So Elena can help you work through that. Um, if you're in a situation, but this is not a call to divorce any difficult problems. As a matter of no. fact, the scriptures. Okay, no, let, this the, is the a prayer for. Can, let me just interject. I have to. I'm sorry. This is for people that are in abusive situations. Uh, you know, and not just a marriage where you have a few spats and or you can't work out your your differences. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people that are married to an individual that is abusing them on every level. Now, this is a narcissist, you know, on a, on a psychological level. I happen to believe it goes beyond psychological into spiritual and even into the more supernatural type things because I've lived with it and I've seen it. But, yes, God hates divorce, and I'm certainly not advocating for that. But if you're in a situation like this and you're being sent back to it, you really need to handle this with prayer. And that's all I'm saying. I will pray with you. I'm not here to counsel. I'm not a counselor. I'm just somebody that has experience. I'm a grandma. I mean, I'm, I've, I've been there. I've been through a lot of stuff. And I'm just saying, I will pray with you. I will pray you through it. But if you're in an abusive situation, that's that's not going to change. It's just not. 
And if the church is sending you back for another beating, then don't do it. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Amen. And and you got that email now, so you'll be able to get, you know, some good help. Praise Jesus. And I'll just go ahead and let it at that because, um, you know, I, you know, it's not my thing. All right. But anyway, um, I, I've. I am the last person on the face of planet Earth, 8 billion people that you want to ask marriage advice from. I guarantee it. All right. God bless you all. Thank you all for joining us tonight. It is now. uh, Hey, listen, I'm a three-time loser plus, okay? And I can make a lot of excuses why, but my decisions were all ungodly, and I got exactly what I was asking for. So anyway, praise Jesus that our Heavenly Father prophesied that I would be doing this program single, and I've been essentially single for, wow, like 13 years. So anyway, God bless you all. Thank you for joining us tonight. We'll see you uh, Friday at the prayer vigil. Everything seems to be working just fine. So get ready to pray. God bless you all. And we'll see you then, Lord willing. Thank you, Elena. Thank God you, bless Johnny. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Bye. All right. Bye.